following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. This is Georgia State University Panthers football. And they're going to fake the handoff. A lot of green grass. Granger, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Darren Granger and the Georgia State Panthers. It's the Panthers pregame show. A look ahead at today's game. Now, the voice of the Panthers, Dave Cohen. Well, looking to bounce back following an off week and coming off a loss to Troy, their last outing. The 4-1 Georgia State football team back in action tonight here at Center Park Stadium in Atlanta as the Panthers host the thundering herd of Marshall University. The Panthers are led on offense by quarterback Darren Granger, who through five games is completing 68% of his passes and averaging five yards every time he decides to tuck it and run. A dual-threat quarterback, seven passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns for the Manning Award watch list candidate. Also, running back Marcus Carroll, who averages 5.1 yards a carry, nine rushing touchdowns, 583 total yards. And to round it out, Bolitnikoff Award watch list wide receiver Robert Lewis, 26 catches, five touchdown receptions. Tonight's game here at Center Park Stadium featuring two of the Sunbelt Conference's top running backs with Marcus Carroll and visiting Marshall running back Rasheen Ali, who like Marcus has nine rushing touchdowns, totaling 538 yards in five ball games. Hi again, Panther fans, and welcome to the Panther pregame show. Countdown to kickoff. Dave Cohen along with Sam Crenshaw, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Georgia State Radio Network microphones live tonight from Center Park Stadium in Atlanta. Harper LaBelle is not with us. He's back in California, was inducted into his high school Hall of uh, Athletics Hall of Fame last night. Sam Crenshaw moves up from the sidelines into the booth. Great to have you up here again and looking forward to getting back on the radio here with Georgia State after an off week and a tough loss to Troy. Dave, I'm looking forward to this matchup and great to be here with you. Once again, congratulations to Harper in his absence, being at home in California. I'll try my best to, to serve in his capacity tonight for this game. This is a great matchup and two teams that match up so evenly. I've been looking forward to this game all week long. Stopped by practice this week and I said, what did you guys do last week? You got a bye week. Wasn't an off week. They worked on tweaking some things, and that's what you're supposed to do when you get a bye week at that stage of the season and coming off a disappointing loss. You try to tighten up some of the things that went wrong in that loss to Troy, and you saw so many plays, two or three plays, that made the difference in that game. Do you clean those things up? Because you got a Marshall team that's going to make you earn it tonight. They're not going to give it to you. Well, as Coach Chad Staggs, the defensive coordinator, told me at one of our practice reports, the off week came at a good time. You're five weeks in. Some guys are bruised up. They're banged up. Coming off a tough loss after going 4-0 out of the gate. The off week came at a good time. And now, Sam, we kind of enter the beginning of a gauntlet because it's Marshall tonight, next Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time against the Raging Cajuns in Lafayette, Louisiana. You get back late, and it's a short week. you got to go to Statesboro on the 26th to take on our friends down there at Georgia Southern who had a tough loss today on the road at James Madison. My point is, 
there's not a game left that's not going to be a knockdown, drag them out battle from start to finish. But the way this team started the season, Dave, there's no reason why they shouldn't go into those games with confidence. And that's the case here tonight. They should come into this game with the confidence knowing they match up so very well. The quarterbacks are quite similar. You've got two running backs that are ready to put on a great show for you. The thing is, what do you do to limit your mistakes, to limit your mistakes and turnovers and opportunities for the other team and capitalize when they open the window for you? The number that I like that Harper always kids me about, third downs. It's such an important stat, 36 of 71 through the first five ball games. That means 51% of the time you're able to keep your offense on the field. And if you're able to keep your offense on the field, you got a Georgia State football team that's averaging north of 30 points a game. And that's what you need at big time in the game tonight to sustain some drives. And had trouble doing that in the Troy game. Very frustrating. Uh, to watch they weren't able to sustain some drives, keep their offense off the field, and get into the end zone. Tonight, you want to have those drives, and you want to finish them with six points. Georgia State defensively and out allowing opponents an average of 24 points a game. That is down from an average of 31-plus points a game a year ago. That's the Chad Staggs effect five games in so far. I talked with linebackers coach Landis. I talked with him about the linebackers and about the defensive unit. And how the mix, remember, you got a great mix of guys who came in through the portal, the much-talked-about transfer portal, have come in and been a good fit in the locker room, been a good fit in the film room, and on the field. They've asked the questions and really bought into the culture, and that's what you're seeing with this defensive unit. Yet some people were challenged to change some positions like John Tree Hunter coming to the inside from being on the outside, and they've exceeded very well with that. But the secondary has played better than I think we thought, considering the pieces that, that were lost after last season. John Trey, average, uh, not averaging, leading the uh, Georgia State defensive unit in tackles with 39, Justin Abraham with 32, Jeremiah Johnson, a player we have not talked a lot about, 31 tackles, 3 tackles for loss, throw in an interception. Yep, he's part of that secondary crew that's doing so well, and he stepped in and become one of the leaders back there on the back end, doing great things for the Georgia State Defensive Union. All right, looking forward to having a good crowd here tonight. It happens once a year, it's homecoming. And the, the cool part that I like is we end up seeing so many former Georgia State football players. Yeah, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, Coach Elliott talked about this week. It's, uh, you know, for 13 seasons, that's why the time's just flown by. But you have now players who've been a part of the success. Yeah, we've seen the guys who were a part of the, the building blocks and the foundation of this program come back. But you're having guys come back now who've been a part of bowl games and bowl wins and great seasons here at Georgia State. They're coming back with a lot of pride. But this team has done something they didn't do. They got up to a 4 0. The team goes out tonight and puts on a great show with those alums back and get a win. All right, coming up as we continue on here, as we walk you up to kickoff from Pete Petit Field at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Coming up after this two-minute timeout, we will preview tonight's game and also talk about the five games to, uh, to get us to this point with starting quarterback Darren Granger. Darren's numbers, by the way, 68% completion rate, 1,187 yards, seven touchdowns, only two interceptions, albeit both against Troy in the last outing. He's carried the football 58 times, averaging five yards a run, and he has scored three rushing touchdowns. Could he do any more? Other than the picks. Other than the picks. I think those are the things that, <laughs> and in the past two weeks, I'm sure they really worked to, like, clear those things up so you don't have that type of thing happening again. But, yet, he's done all the things you needed him to do, bulked up in the offseason so he could carry the load and run the football more and be more durable for this football team. It's paying off. He's got a guy that's kind of looking in the mirror that he's going to be facing tonight in Camp Fancher 
and he's going to—he's a similar type player, and that's the thing that's going to be really exciting to watch. Granger, one of the top quarterbacks statistically in FBS football. He's on the Manning Award watch list as well as the Maxwell Award watch list. Looking forward to Darren having a great game tonight. We'll talk to him coming up after this two-minute timeout a little bit later on. We'll preview tonight's game as always with head football coach Sean Elliott. Pat, the pregame show, countdown to kickoff from Atlanta continues after this two-minute break on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Loose Hub Kia in Cumming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Your radio station for Georgia State Football, 97.5 Glory FM. Online at WGTJRadio.com. Our Panther pregame show countdown to kickoff from Center Park Stadium here tonight continues. Georgia State and the thundering herd of Marshall. It's Georgia State's annual homecoming game. The Panthers again at 4-1 and one looking to bounce back uh, following an off week from the previous week's loss uh, to the Troy Trojans. And uh, joined right now by Georgia State uh, starting quarterback, one of the team captains, Darren Granger. And Again, as you and I were talking on a practice report earlier this week here, the five games in, the, the off week came at a good time. Even though it was coming off a game that you'd all love to have back, it, it, five games in, good stopping off point for right now. Yeah, like, like we talked about, you know, we're playing some good football right now. And just with the bye week, it was good for people to get some rest, you know, recover the bodies, and, you know, kind of refocus into these last seven games that we got. Off to a 4-1 and one start. This is a yes or no question. If I had told you at the beginning of the season, Darren, five games in, we're going to be four and one. What do you say? I would have believed you. I would have believed you because, you know, a lot of people counted us out, but except for the people in this building. You know, the people in this building, we believe, and we feel like we can go compete with everybody. So, you know, if you would have told me this, I would have said we should be five and oh. But, you know, you know, this is a great start for us and, you know, a great uh, starting point for us to, you know, continue going on longer towards the, season, the end of the season. Still checking boxes. Georgia State had never been 3-0. and 
Georgia State had never been 4-0 and came close to being 5-0 on the season. You're at 68% completion rate. You have settled into a nice groove. Yeah, you know, just uh, with our, our play calling is really helping me out a lot, a lot. You know, me and him talk about a lot, just, you know, creating a rhythm at the beginning of the game, you know, finding some easy completions, finding something, you know, to get the groove going and, you know, just being able to do those things and, you know, just making the right decisions. We talk about, you know, just being consistent in our decisions and, you know, not forcing anything. You know, you might see – think about last year, you might see a lot more check downs this year, a lot more check downs to the running backs or tight ends. But, you know, just not forcing anything downfield. We don't need to force anything. We could throw a check down. And you think about last game, throwing a check down to Marcus Carroll can create a first down for us. We were talking earlier, two guys, Marcus Carroll, Robert Lewis. Marcus kind of had to wait his turn a little bit, not so much with Robert. He had coming off an injury. Two guys, though, have really stepped into their roles and have really just, for lack of a better term, taken the ball and run with it. Yeah, you know, those those guys are special. And, you know, when you can get the ball in those guys' hands and, you know, letting them go out there and make plays, you know, this, this offense is going to be really good. So, you know, just continue to give those guys the ball, give those guys touches. And it's also, you know, like we talk about, there's other guys out there that can make plays, but those are the head of the horses. Kind of a two-headed running game monster this year with you and Marcus. Again, you're averaging five yards a carry. The fact that you put on the extra weight, good weight, uh, how do you feel five games in, as opposed to think back how you felt five games in a year ago, granted against, you know, you had to play North, South Carolina, North Carolina those first two games. Yeah, you know, you, you think about it, we have the – Total opposite feeling of how we feeling this year, you know, being one and four last year, and now we're four and one this year. But you know, this, uh, you know, body's feeling good. You know, just like we talk about the bye week was great. You know, just to kind of relax and recover, and you know, just going into this long stretch that we got toward the end of the year. And you know, it's it's crazy to think about. You know, my my senior season, and we because Elliot just talked about the other day, we got 50 days left, and you know, it's it's coming quick, and you know. Just, you know, taking full advantage of every opportunity we got. So, you know, just continue to do that. So how do you enjoy your off week? And I put off in parentheses because you know there's really no such thing. You probably got a couple of days away from the practice facility and away from the stadium, but there's really no such thing as an off week. Yeah, you know, we got uh, – I think we got three days to practice in and, you know, just other days just was really just me just coming up here to get some treatment and just recover the body. But, you know, just – I, I spent my time, you know, chilling with family, you know, just watching some football. You know, we really don't have a lot of time to well, sit back and relax and watch college football and watch NFL football. But, you know, it was good to sit down and watch some games. I know we've talked about this before. Are you a guy who loves to go in and watch film of the upcoming opponent? And when you do, what are some of the things? Do you sit there with a notepad and physically write notes? Or are you taking notes and just putting them up in your head? Uh, I, I come in there with the notebook and – Really, I kind of plan my days out. You know, certain days I might go in there and watch defenses by formations. Certain defenses I might go in there and watch them third down, you know, third down emphasis and things of that nature. But, you know, we, Cosmo Knight, you know, he's been great, you know, putting game plans together, scheming up defenses, you know, giving me the tools. You know, when we go in there and meet with each other, you know, just, that's when I take my mental notes and, you know, him talking to me and, and things that we need to look for in the game. And, when I go in there by myself, that's when I have my notepad and I'm, I'm writing down my own notes. You know, we talked to Coach McKnight earlier last year. He was kind of thrown into the offensive coordinator position because the previous OC left for another job. This year he was able to really have that whole offseason with you 
and others on the offensive side to really get everybody on the same page and not feel rushed. Yeah, you know, we, we talked about it at the uh, beginning of the season, you know, just the year under our, our belt, us together, you know, just being able to know what what he wants, and, you know, in the offense, and he knows what I like to do. So, you know, just building that chemistry, building that relationship, man, you know, he's a coach where we have a great relationship by going there and sit down, we could chop it up, you know, talk, talk ball together, just talk about anything, you know, but He's been a great addition to the staff. You know, he's been here, but, you know, great addition to being the OC. So, you know, he's been doing a, a great job. And, you know, especially with the offseason, you know, it's helped out both of us. All right, lastly, quick scouting report from what you've seen and what you expect to face from the Thundering Herd. Marshall coming in off a loss at NC State. They're also 4-1. and one. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a hard-fall game. You know, Marshall's not a team, you know, you sleep on. You know, they, they played a close game with uh, – North Carolina State, you know, a couple players here and there, they're they're five and zero. So you know, we can't come in here lightly. We, get, you know, it's homecoming. You know, we we it's a home game. So you know, we just got to come in there with the energy that we had. To, you know, the four games that we won, and you know, continue to play our game. You know, we play our game, then we're going to be just fine. As always, appreciate it. Let's play well, uh, and let's get out of here with a W. Yes, sir. Let's do it. I want to thank quarterback Darren Granger joining me here on the Panther pregame show. Countdown to kickoff tonight here from Center Park Credit Union Stadium, Georgia State, and the Thundering Herd of Marshall. We're back after this two-minute timeout. We'll preview tonight's game with head football coach Sean Elliott. Again, after this break, two-minute timeout here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. Now back to the Panther pregame show with Dave Cohen counting out a kickoff in a nice game with Marshall. All right, deal. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 
Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium, our Panther pregame show countdown to kickoff continues. Georgia State and the thundering herd of Marshall, both teams 4-1, and one, and uh, getting ready for football battle tonight here at Center Park Stadium. It's homecoming week, so a lot of activities going on, but uh, right now with Georgia State's head football coach, Sean Elliott. And uh, how was your off week, by the way, uh, You know, prior to beginning to turn your attention to the thundering herd of Marshall? It was uh, exactly what an off week should be about, uh, you know, getting in here. We're practicing a little bit Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, trying to get some, some guys a little bit more healthier than, than what they have been the last couple of weeks and, uh, and just trying to continuously uh, build upon what we started with here in a 4-1 and one record and understanding it was a tough loss in our last, uh, with our last opponent there in Troy, but we moved forward and moved on, and uh, we've got a great attitude. So we, we've built on a lot of things, and we're just continuing growing. All right, how's practice been this week as you turn your attention to Marshall? I'm sure you had a chance to watch him uh, against NC State. Pretty good football game, high-scoring football game. Uh, what have you picked out when you've, uh, when you've seen them? Well, I think uh, they've got an explosive offense. I mean, a year ago, uh, they weren't the same team, weren't the same offense. Uh, I think this year they've got an explosive offense. Uh, they're just – uh, much better in creativity. I mean, their 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 mind, their creativity, creativity in their offensive scheme has just developed uh, nicely over the course of the year. They got playmakers, a running back, a good quarterback. Their skill players on the outside, and then they're very solid defensively. We all know that. So, uh, very very solid football team. Uh, one of the tops in the group of five. I think I saw where they brought in upwards of fifteen transfers just on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know. I I, I guess. <laughs> Well, it was an interesting game anyway uh, there in Raleigh uh, with uh, <clears throat> with NC State. you got to like Darren's numbers. He's 68% completion rate. He's, you know, other than a few uh, missteps there against Troy, he was really hitting the stride. Yeah, you know, he was. Um, a couple of just bad, bad decisions on uh, on his part in the last game. Uh, you know, he's trying to throw a ball away and, and doesn't get enough on it and, and throws an interception on the opening possession. And then the, the second one was just a – and just a poor, uh, a poor read, and uh, gave away two interceptions right there. But more, more than, uh, more than enough, he, he's done a great job uh, this season uh, of limiting those types of decisions, and uh, he's going to be better than he ever has been. I didn't, you know, that I think I won't call it a fluke. It was certainly mistakes, but uh, he's learned from it, and we're going to move on. You know, Coach, one of the things I'm looking forward to most about this game, other than getting out of the stadium with a W, we're going to see two of the top running backs the Sun Belt has to offer course our own Marcus Carroll and then Rasheen Ali oh yeah Rasheen Ali I mean does a, mav- a marvelous job he's a he's a big time back you know I think he's the catalyst of their offense and then you you counteract that right there with Mar- with uh with our guy I mean Marcus Carroll I mean he's done a, a terrific job right there two of the best in this conference of course uh should be interesting to see how it all plays out you know I always think you know teams that run the football and control the line of scrimmage uh, typically win the games we're going to see if that can be the case Number I'm always keeping an eye on right there, 51% on third down conversions. That means more often than not, you're keeping your offense on the field. Well, what that means is you're better on first and second down than a lot of other people in the country. I mean, 51%, you've got a lot of third and sevens, third and eights, and things of that nature. You're going to be a little bit lower, a lot lower. Uh, if we're, we're manageable down in distance, like a third and three, third and two, then we'll be in pretty good shape. Did want to talk to you about your tight ends with uh... – Chris Bird sideline. We've obviously seen Amon Green and even uh, the younger guy, Avion McBride. Yeah, you know, Amon is kind of the, I guess people say the Swiss Army knife. He can do everything. He can perimeter block, catch, route running, blocking, uh, putting him inside and then the interior offensive line, getting a lot of accomplished air. He does a nice job. I really like, uh, you know, how he's developed as a player, former quarterback, and uh, he, he understands the game of football. 
Defensively, John Trey Hunter leading the way, 39 tackles. You know, we were talking to him earlier in the week on one of our practice reports, and just maybe after, after getting past that first game or two, how he has kind of slid in from the outside to the inside and, and made that transition look seamless. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you just transition positions going from an outside backer to a, an inside backer flawlessly. There's some growing pains, of course, uh, and you can see that early on, but I think he's fitted – uh, the schemes nicely here in the last few weeks. Done a good job in leading our defense, and he's going to become an even better playmaker as uh, the season progresses. Another guy I wanted to ask you about because he's third in tackles, and we haven't talked about him much is Jeremiah Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson, uh, probably the most overlooked uh, person or player on our team. He's very, very quiet. Quiet does a solid job in everything uh, that we ask him to do. Uh, he's a great person. He's a great player. Uh, we're very happy he's here. He's all about business, and that's what I like. Real quick, an injury update. Uh, Jakaius Cradle, I, uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be available for this one. Brykees Brown uh, did not play against Troy. What's the injury list look like? Yeah, Cradle is definitely had ankle surgery, so he's definitely not practicing. I mean, not uh, participating. Uh, Brown's, uh, you know, he's still hemmed up a little bit, so we'll, we'll see, but uh, I want to anticipate him going. All right, and lastly, it's homecoming. You've been a part of it, obviously, as a player and a coach. One thing I like that you do, though, and you've done this since you've been here at Georgia State, whether these guys or former players played for you or not, they're always welcome back at Georgia State and always a part of the program. Yeah, they are. They certainly are. And, uh, you know, this year we've invited all our Georgia State football alum to come and join the field, take the field with us to run out of the tunnel and uh, I hope they juice it up in that doggone tunnel and back there in that service area and just make it a, a really great environment. But, you know, I wish we could do a lot more for our former players, have them back, I don't know, create some some uh, some different energy in the offseason with those guys. But they, they're a special part. And the reason that they're, they're so special is because they, they laid the foundation for this young football program. They've done a marvelous job. Most of these guys didn't have everything that we have now, and we just uh, certainly appreciate what they went through to build this thing. All right, lastly, real quick, one key to this football game that uh, has kind of stuck in your mind as you, you get ready this week? I mean, it's always outscoring your opponent. That's typically who wins. So if we can hit one more than they got, we're going to be in good shape. All right, Coach, go ahead and say it. Let's get out of this uh, Center Park Stadium with a W. <laughs> All right, I want to thank Georgia State's head football coach, as always, Sean Elliott, joining us for a few minutes on our Panther pregame show countdown to kickoff Georgia State Marshall coming up shortly we're back with the starting lineups and the opening kickoff from Atlanta following this timeout two minute break here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network when you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University bookstore visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown Alpharetta Decatur and Dunwoody featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Lusab Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. 
What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Your radio station for Georgia State football is 97.5 Glory FM. Online at WGTJRadio.com. Dave Cohen, Sam Cretshaw, Engineer Rick Shaw back here at Center Park Stadium. Countdown to kickoff on our Panther pregame show continuing as we lead you up to kickoff tonight. Georgia State starting lineup for tonight's showdown in the Sun Belt with the thundering herd of Marshall. And the Panthers are on offense along that offensive line. Left tackle Travis Glover. The left guard will be Jonathan Brown. Starting center, Avery Reese. On the right side, right guard, Trevor Timmons. The right tackle, Montavious Cunningham. Your starting quarterback, Darren Granger. Starting receivers, Robert Lewis, Talik Williams, Kadarius Thompson. The tight end, Amon Green. The running back, Marcus Carroll. When Georgia State's defensive unit is on the field, defensive ends, Javon Dennis and Anthony Bloom. Henry Bryant, the nose guard. Outside linebacker will be Kevin Swinner, Shamar McCullum. Inside linebackers, John Trey Hunter, Justin Abraham. The safeties, Ty G. Leach and Jeremiah Johnson. The star will be Ronald Cooper. In the corners, Gavin Pingle, uh, Pringle and Bryce Brown. Liam Rickman will handle the place kicking, the punting by Cade Loggins. Kickoffs, Isaac Kone and Sean Elliott in his seventh season, Georgia State's head football coach. Marshall arrives in Atlanta at 4-1. Just like Georgia State, they're led by quarterback Cam Fancher and running back Rasheen Ali. Thundering Herd head coach is Charles Huff. Coming up next here from Center Park Credit Union Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia State football back on the radio tonight as they take on the Thundering Herd of Marshall. This is Georgia State University Panthers football. Handed off Tucker Gregg into the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia State. Panthers football is made possible in part by... Center Park Credit Union, Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, Ford, and Coca-Cola. Now with the play-by-play, the voice of the Panthers, Dave Cohen. Hi again, Panther fans. Georgia State football back on the radio tonight from downtown Atlanta's Center Park Credit Union Stadium. A couple of 4-1 Sunbelt East Powers, Georgia State, and the thundering herd of Marshall set to play football here. Georgia State an off week last week, Cup looking to bounce back from the loss to Troy uh, Cup in their last outing. And for uh, the Thundering Herd, again, they arrive in Atlanta 4-1 and their last outing. They lost a shootout on the road in Raleigh at NC State, 48-41, Sam. That was their second ACC opponent early in the season. They beat Virginia Tech. Uh, so they've done well and shown well against, uh, against the ACC opponents. And now it's time for our national anthem. National anthem tonight by the Georgia State Football Marching Band here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium.
national anthem tonight here by the Georgia State football marching band as we get set for Georgia State Marshall. Dave going along with Sam Crenshaw, engineer Rick Shaw, Jeff Walker, our studio producer, both football teams at four and one. And before we get to kickoff stations on our radio network, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Georgia State football radio network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. All right, Sam, Georgia State, again at 4-1, and one, best start in the history of the program. 14 years we've been playing football at Georgia State, but coming off that 28-7 loss to Troy through five games, Georgia State averaging 31 points a game. Again, the defense allowing on average of 24. Marshall has the propensity to score points. They put up 41 on the road at NC State, but they gave up 48. Yeah, they did. So they will. You can score on them. That, that is true. One thing they do is they take care of the football, though. They're not going to give you a lot of opportunities. We all know what happened with Georgia State in the last game. Ball security is something that was talked about a lot during the off week and how to do a better job of that against a team that's not going to give you a lot of opportunities tonight. Georgia State, again, has been good on third downs, 36 of 71, 51%. They've even been good on fourth down situations. When those have arisen, they are 4-7. and seven. We always hear coaches talk about red zone opportunities because that's what Coach said right there in that pregame. Yep. I said, what's one key that sticks out as you get ready for Marshall? we got to score more points than the Thundering Earth. Well, obviously, <laughs> Georgia State, 83% scoring in the red zone that's touchdown or field goal 15 of 18 61 percent on touchdowns when in the red zone 11 of 18. you talk about that we talk about marcus carroll which is something he does so well if you're down in that area he's a finisher and that's what you call on him to do let's see if he can do that some for this team tonight boy there's some plays that just kind of i don't know about you but over the years they just kind of stay with me you know, I want that field goal in Knoxville in 19 uh, in the win over Tennessee to get to 41. 41 sounds so much better than 38. That fumble inside the one-yard line against Troy really changed the trajectory of that game. I'm not saying definitely, Sam, that Georgia State would have won the game, but I would have loved those seven points. I would have loved those seven points. For some reason, we got down there, we got a little cute. Instead of just doing what we knew what to do, just power the ball. You got a great offensive line, and you got a running back, like I said, who's good at finishing drives. We didn't do it. We paid the price, and that's what uh, part of the it factored into the result uh, at the end of the game last time. You know, again, talking to Darren Granger, not only on the radio pregame, but by the way, the Panther Insider podcast this week. If you have listened to any of our podcasts, we talked to Mike Siriano, the first-year strength and conditioning coach. What a great interview he is and was uh, for the podcast. But the second half of the podcast with Darren Granger, and we were talking about, you know, so much talk about Darren and, and what Marcus has managed to do. One of the interesting sideline stories to me is at that wide receiver spot because Jamari Thrash, who led us in receiving a year ago and who was tearing it up as a transfer portal guy at Louisville, Robert Lewis was having a great year a year ago as well before the injury. He's now a Bolitnikoff Award watch list member. 26 catches, five touchdowns, but the number I like, Sammy, averages 19 yards every time he makes a catch. He is a guy that makes big plays. You talk about explosive plays. He is the guy that Georgia State looks for for the explosive plays. Either the good six points or get them in better scoring position into the red zone. Watch for him tonight to do something. But with your guys cradle out, you want to have somebody else that comes along with him. I'm looking to see who that second receiver 
is for the, for the Panthers tonight. Yeah, Jakaius with an ankle injury. Looking forward to hopefully, and I keep in my fingers crossed, that Bryce Brown will be back. Getting back to the receivers, though. Talik Williams also having a good season. 15 catches, two touchdowns. He averages 18 yards every time he's on the receiving end. And he has emerged as that second threat. Very dependable, very reliable, and he's come through with some big catches this season. Shakari Carter, a nice addition as well with 16. So Lewis Williams, Carter, and now Amon Green at tight end in the absence of Chris Bird. Main targets throwing the football for Georgia State's Darren Granger. Well, you can tell by the train horn and the fireworks in the background, Georgia State has entered the field from the big inflatable Panther and helmet alums. to our left. And the cool thing about it, which Coach Elliott talked about in the pregame, all the former players that are here during homecoming weekend ran out of the tunnel with the football team as That's well. That's awesome. That is so awesome to see those guys back. Uh, a lot of familiar faces down there, uh, but to come out and some of them didn't get to play here. You know, so to come out in the field with the team is fantastic. But like I said earlier, this team has done something that their team's never got to do. They want to see them get a win here tonight. Yeah, well, for many of those guys, and I'm looking down right now, and I can see a bunch of them. I'm not going to go through all of them, obviously, because it's probably about 45 to 50 of them. But a lot of those guys, Sam, they laid the foundation for everything that we're looking at out here in this field tonight. Yep, going back to those old days. Over at 188. <laughs> yep, absolutely, absolutely. The stories that they can tell, huh? About uh, about pioneering uh, football at Georgia State University, uh, those very oh, very first seasons, getting the first win, and, and those type of things, being a part of that very first night, the game we were both there uh, to bring it to this moment and to bring it to this facility and this homecoming as this crowd is like making their way in from the tailgates outside. We're gonna have a nice crowd here tonight, Dave, and to be sure this team deserves it uh, to get up to the four and one start. But it's great to have those alums back. Jeremy Parker, the referee. Travis Glover, John Trey Hunter, Bright Keys Brown, Darren Granger, team captains out of midfield for the coin toss. If Harper was here, yep. normally Sam would be down right in the middle of the big Panther head at midfield. Well, I stand back because they got Senator Warnock <laughs> flipping the coin down there. Yep, U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock, the guest. Georgia State has won the toss, elected to receive. Let's have a great game. So Georgia State wins it, and Sean Elliott wants that offense on the field ASAP. He has made the decision to go on offense first. Homecoming tonight. Black pants, blue stripes, black jerseys, white numerals, black helmets for Georgia State. And for the visiting thundering herd of Marshall, which you were looking it up, is this the first time that a Marshall football team over any season has ever played in Atlanta? They've played in Atlanta. They uh, they have never played over Georgia Tech. So this is their first time actually being here, and I'm seeing they brought a good little contingent of fans that have made their way down. They got only got about six players from Georgia on their roster. One thing I always look at is how many players from Georgia, especially throughout the Sun Belt. All, practically all Sun Belt teams recruit this area very well, but... Um, I'm sure some of the coaches may have gotten out last night and get a look around to play, but only about six players uh, from the from the state of Georgia on this team. Is there a college team from here to California, including Oregon, up in Washington, Wyoming, that doesn't recruit the Atlanta area in the state of Georgia? But when you come into the Sun Belt Conference and you get to come and play here, that kind of opens the door and says, hey, you know, we're coming into Atlanta. We know you're going to get a chance to come back home and play if you, if you come and play for us. And you get some guys to get up to Huntington, West Virginia. So I'm sure that's something that they're thinking about this weekend. 
All right, Reese Verhoff will handle the kickoffs tonight for the Thundering Herd. Black pants, white jerseys, green numerals, black helmets for the visiting Thundering Herd. They beat Georgia State a year ago in Huntington, 28-23. But it's one of those games that got away, yep. you know, as so many did last season in the second half and late in the games. And that's something you figure this team has suffered through last season. It's found a way to last and sustain and, and hang on in the fourth quarter when things get tough and get a win. Let's see if that's the difference here tonight, Dave. Looking forward to a good crowd, big homecoming crowd out in the plaza all afternoon. And here's the kickoff, and it's kind of line drive over towards Talik Williams. It'll bounce on the O in Georgia in the end zone to our left. Ball will come out to the 25. And we're about to get things going here at Center Park Stadium in Atlanta with Georgia State and the thundering herd of marshals. Darren Granger leads the Panther offensive unit onto the field. Panthers are going to be running left to right across your radio dial here in the first half and the first quarter. Talik Williams will wind out here to the near side along with Kadarius Thompson. Again, no Jakaius Cradle. Out of the shotgun. Was an empty backfield. Now Marcus Carroll will shift back to the left of Granger. And a first play is going to be a run play with Carroll off right tackle up across the 30 to about the 31. Although I think that'll go at the 30-yard line depending on where those knees hit the turf. That'll be good for a six-yard gain on the first play, a run by Marcus Carroll. Second down at four. They'll place the ball at the Georgia State 31. Quick snap. Fake the handoff. They're going to dump it out, and it's going to be caught by Robert Lewis over right at the 35 at the stick. The first down for Georgia State. Yards after the catch will put the ball right at the 40-yard line. Spent some time talking with offensive coordinator Trent McKnight this week. He talked about tempo. They best are right up on the line. Another quick snap, quick pass out in the flat. Caught to Leak Williams at the 40, 45, and he's run out of bounds just shy of the 50. And run out over there to the Georgia State sideline by J.J. Roberts, a Wake Forest transfer, originally out of Ono, West Virginia. They're right back up on the line, Dave. They're moving fast. Yep, wasting no time. Near hash, Darren Granger. Carroll to his right. They stack a couple of wides. They're going to be a quick out pass over. Caught just shy of the 50. Caught Robert Lewis. Across the 45 into Marshall territory, across the 40, and Georgia State impressive so far in this drive. Really impressive in this drive. Ranger two for two so far. Completions. Another first down. Loop change. They're going to put the ball now. First down is the 36. Another pass out in the flat. Caught to Leak Williams at the 40. 35 spins, broke a tackle, broke a second tackle down to the 25. Finally wrestled down to the turf at about the 24-yard line. Impressive, impressive there by Talik Williams. And it was Owen Porter, the defensive lineman, with 29 tackles coming in that finally brought him down. And this is why they wanted the ball first. Go out with this type of tempo. Ball at the 24 near hash. Let's run it now with Carroll. Mark, oh, it's a keeper. Granger at the 20, at the 15, at the 5. Touchdown, Georgia State. Darren Granger faked the handoff to Marcus Carroll. Cut to his right. In behind the right tackle and the right guard. And just sprinted into the end zone. Georgia State, an impressive first drive. Scores on the touchdown run by Granger. Granger doing his Harry Houdini sleight of hand. It looked like he was handing it off, but he kept it for his own and runs in for the touchdown. 
Panthers are on the board early. 24-yard touchdown run. Rickman for the point after. The kick is up, and it is good. Boy, that is an impressive uh, opening drive from Georgia State. 24-yard touchdown run, ending a six-play, 75-yard drive by the Panthers. Very impressive drive. You can see why they wanted the football first. They won the toss. They wanted the ball first to go on offense, and this is why. The set of tone, come out and try to strike a blow. Hit him in the mouth first with something. Explosive plays, up-tempo, a good mix of run and pass. And the Panthers have the lead. Took only a minute, 57, to get downfield and score. They're moving fast. No, no question about They're that. They're moving fast, man. It's like the Panthers are playing like they got a homecoming party to get to when the game's <laughs> over. Hey, it's great. That it was great. a great way to start this game. Uh, great energy, great execution. And it's everything that you would want. I got to figure that the coach Sean Elliott is pretty pleased what his offense was able to do. Also, give it up to the offensive line. Once again, this time this line was reconfigured from last season. A lot of new faces and starting roles, but each and every week they continue to improve and communicate better. That's something else that Trent McBride talked about: is the communication among the linemen, and they had to during that drive in order for, for things to go the way that they did. All right, Isaac Kone. Freshman from Decatur High School, Decatur, Georgia, handling the kickoffs. Jaden Harrison back deep right on the goal line, awaiting the kick. 7-0 Georgia State here in Atlanta. High end over end kick, and it will sail over Harrison's helmet. Land on the A in Panthers in the end zone to our right, and the ball will come out to the 25. Georgia Power is the official energy sponsor of Georgia State Athletics. More about new ways to stay connected online at georgiapower.com. Tonight's game presented by Center Park Credit Union Stadium. And they're going to start from the 25. We're going Legal to see. formation. Kicking team. More than five yards deep before the kick. Five yards will be added to the end of the kick for the touchback first down. So the 30 instead of the 25. We're going to see another outstanding running back in this one here as long as he's healthy enough to stay in the game. And that's Rasheen Ali, a junior out of Cleveland, Ohio. Numbers almost exactly the same to Marcus Carroll. Absolutely, absolutely. This guy carries the things for, for the thundering herd. Like you said, let's see how healthy he is and how many snaps he gets in tonight. Well, he's in the ball game right now. And they're going to give him the handoff, 35. Close to the 35, they'll drop him at the 34. He's got a very, very quick first step. First step there, John Trey Hunter was able to make that solo stop, or he would have been running for another 15 yards maybe. Great play by Hunter. Cam Fancher, redshirt sophomore, Huber Heights, Ohio, out of the shotgun. And they're going to hand it off, and here's Rashid Ali, 40, 45, 50, cross midfield, 40. Boy, is he fast, 25, 20, 15. And he's run out of bounds. What a huge play by Marshall and Rasheen Ali. They were talking about he was questionable before the game because of a slight injury at NC State last week. It didn't look like he's hurt at all. Looked like he ran right by the same spot behind their center, Logan Osborne, their right tackle, Dalton Tucker. And it was there, and John Trey Hunter wasn't there to stop him that time. Big plays, one of those explosive plays you don't want to give up. 53 yards all the way to the Georgia State 13. And here's Fancher. Fancher deciding what to do. He faked a short pass. He ends up keeping it. Gets dropped at the 10-yard line. Got a couple of Panthers down right now. Slow to get up. Well, that's not good news. Boy, Ali, he did not look like he'd been injured at all. No. Nope. Banged up coming out of Raleigh. 
Bob he, Murphy now and his staff out on the field. Ali can can accelerate to get uh, you know he hit, he hit that hole in the openings there, but then he sees he has the speed to go out and and run out with it. All right, looks like we have an injury timeout. That's what Rick's telling me. Bob Murphy out there working on one of the Panthers. Not sure who it is. We'll get the binoculars and tell that to you when we get back. The Red Hat on the field signaling a media timeout. 7-0 Georgia State, 11.58 to go here in quarter number one from Center Park Stadium in Atlanta. Back in 60 seconds, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. Now back to Atlanta with Dave Cohen. Dave Cohen, Sam Crenshaw back here at Center Park Stadium. Sam's got the binoculars on, and it's Jeremiah Johnson, the safety, being helped back over to the Georgia State sideline. Hopefully, hopefully not something too serious. Yeah. He'll head over to the North Side Hospital Sports Medicine tent. He at his uh, left leg. Yeah. We'll keep an eye and see if he emerges. By the way, Rashid Ali's 53-yard run to the Georgia State 13. Fancher, a three-yard scamper. They've got it at the Georgia State 10-yard line, knocking on the door. And that's moving fast, too. Uh, not as many plays, but uh, they've quickly have gotten themselves in position. Uh, red zone to try to get some points on the board. But let's see what this Georgia State defense can do now to make it tough for them. Tonight's game here in Atlanta, presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Center Park, a community-minded credit union. Still coming out of this media timeout. Sunbelt Conference College Football Scoreboard, it was a lighter schedule. They played a game on Tuesday, and the one final that we have in, and uh, boy, James Madison really dropped the hammer on Georgia Southern today. 41-13 the final. Wow, I was surprised by that. Um, James Madison, obviously, obviously, strong programs in the East and having another fantastic season in Sunbelt. Coastal Carolina won on Tuesday night up the mountain at Appalachian State in an exciting game. Field goal to win it 27-24. Not many teams go up the mountain and come down with a W. That was their first time. That's yep. the first time they ever got a win up there. All right, Fancher, ball at the 10-yard line. Put a man in motion. That's Caleb Coombs. And it's going to be a run play here. And then across the five, tripped up. And I thought the ball might have come loose. Ethan Payne, the junior running back out of Polka, West Virginia, with a nice run, has... The thundering herd down to the Georgia State two. That was 18. P.J. Simmons in on the stop. He stepped in uh, for Jeremiah Johnson, who went out with the injury. Kevin, Kevin Swint motoring in right now for 
Georgia State substitutions on the defensive side of the football. Looks like Rasheen Ali back on the field now for the Thundering Herd. Knocking on the door, second and goal, ball at the two-yard line. Make that first and goal, ball at the two-yard line. Fancher going to hand it off, Ali going to plow right up the middle and get pushed backwards close to the five-yard line. Great stand at the two by the Georgia State defensive unit. Looking at Anthony Bloom in on that play. Also, Henry Bryant, who just went back into the lineup right in the middle. That line for Georgia State, nothing doing. Henry had some big shoes to fill with Thomas Gore heading south to Miami. He's out of Delray Beach, a transfer from Louisville. Fitting in nicely. Second and goal, ball at the two. And they're going to go and hand a football off this time. Ali will squirt through. Touchdown, Marshall. And it's a 7-6 ball game. Set up by the 53-yard Rasheen Ali run to the Georgia State 13. That's why I talked all week. This is a showdown, and we're going to see two of the top running backs in the Sun Belt, and by golly, we have so far. We have so far. Looking like they're going to really uh, put, put on a show, and Ali showing he can be the game breaker. They can come in and get that big explosive play. They got them out of the scoring position. Two-yard touchdown run. That's his 10th rushing touchdown of the season. Point after to tie the football game. Reese Verhoff kick us up and good and we have a 7-7 ball game now there's a flag on the field thrown back at the 10-yard line with 10:30 to go here in quarter number one let's see who we call what's the call yep personal foul roughing the kicker defense 15 yards will be assessed on the kickoff all uh, right, well, because of the penalty, this drive that started at the 30, six play drives, 70 yards, two minutes, 33 seconds. Wow. Almost identical to Georgia State's drive, minus the big play. We're not going to have a number like these guys had in their last <laughs> game against NC State all week tonight. <laughs> well, that's the way it's starting. We'll have writer's cramp by the time we get done if we do. <laughs> My goodness. What a start this game has gotten off to. So Marshall seven, Georgia State seven, and we still have 10.30 to go here in the first quarter. Again, a six play drive. Georgia State went six plays, 75 yards. Marshall goes six plays, 70 on the first two scoring drives of the night. That's remarkable. So we've seen the offenses, but it's gonna come down to obviously, Dave, who can make stops. These are two very capable offensive units led by outstanding quarterbacks. And like you said, you've got running backs that could do a lot of damage. Who's going to come up and make the stops at the crucial? Who's going to make stops on third down and get to get off the field? That will be crucial tonight. All right, is that 99 Cameron Lake? Redshirt junior out of Lawrence, Kansas. Set to kick it away from the 50. Again, the penalty. And that one is going to sail out the back of the end zone. And the ball will come out to the 25. 10.30 to go first quarter. Georgia State 7, Marshall 7. By the way, for Georgia State fans listening, they did announce finally the time for the game next Saturday night in Lafayette, Louisiana. That's going to be a late night getting back, Sam. It's not going to kick off until 8 p.m. Eastern time against Whoa. the Raging Cajuns. Wow. Yeah. Another place where the Panthers have yet to get a win. Came close the last time, but not close enough. Marcus Carroll in the backfield. Granger, play action. Airs it out, middle of the field, 
And incomplete intended for Jakari Carter. Kind of a double coverage there. Step for step with him was Micah Abraham, the redshirt senior out of Tampa. His father, Donnie, a longtime NFL player. He's an impact player on defense for this Marshall Thundering Herd. Right back on the ball, second and 10 from the 25. Granger, option. Here's the pitch. Marcus Carroll, stiff arm, gets to the 30 and gets run out of bounds. It's going to bring up third down and five if they give him right at five, which I think they will. And yes. they'll, they'll exactly. the spot they get it right at five. Yep, right at the 30-yard line, third down and five. I said it ad nauseum in our pregame. Georgia State, 36 of 71, 51% on third downs. Going to go with the empty backfield. Three wide to the left, two here to the near side. Granger, near hash, out of the shotgun. Looking to convert on third down. Snap to Darren, two steps back. Going to look to throw in a little bit of trouble. Rolls out of the pocket. And he'll throw on the run, finds a receiver, caught! And a hard hit, but holding on is Jakari Carter, the transfer from Merrimack College. Great play that by Darren Granger. Didn't like what he saw earlier. Pocket was starting to break down some. He rolls out to his right and finds a receiver in stride. Another first down, Dave. At the 39-yard line, clock running at 9.20. Carroll now gonna shift. In motion behind Granger to the far side of the field. A little swing pass, and it's going to be caught. And not a first down run, but awfully close by Jakari Carter as he makes his second consecutive catch. That's going to be good for a five-yard gain. Second and five, they'll place the ball at the 44. Talk about a guy who's made the most of his reps. Coming out of transfer out of Merrimack, Jakari Carter making a big play right there. Empty backfield again here on second down and five. Again, the Georgia State 44. Granger, no steps back. And a quick slant right in the middle of the big Panther head logo. Ball right in and out of the hands of Marcus Carroll. And that's what you want that you can do with Carroll. Don't know how much Ali factors into the Marshall passing game. There's one thing that Carroll does just didn't squeeze and hold on to that one. He was clearly going to have the first down and more yards. He's up a third down here, Dave. Kadarius Thompson in motion. Talik Williams wide out near side. They stick two wide outs to the far side. Thompson now goes in motion. Three steps back. Ranger looking. Got to unleash. Got a man. And it's in and out of the hands of Kadarius Thompson. That's going to bring up fourth down now as this drive seemingly has stalled at the 44. The punting unit led by Cade Loggins trotting onto the field now for the Panthers. Number one, Josh Moten in on the stop there, defending on that play, breaking up that pass. He's a transfer from Texas A&M, this Marshall team. Cade Loggins averaging just over 41 yards per punt. And awaiting the punt back deep is Talik Keaton now for the Thundering Herd. 7-7 ball game. Sidewinder kick here by Loggins. It'll bounce at the Sunbelt logo. Going to roll inside the 20, inside the 15. And the Panthers will let it roll. And looks like it'll be the 12 or the 13-yard line with 8.27 to go here in the opening quarter. 7-7 right now, Sam. Georgia State and the thundering herd of Marshall. Looks like that's going to lead us into a media timeout. National television tonight, so the timeouts are a little bit longer much to our dismay, but with 8.27 to go, we got a 7-7 ball game here in Atlanta. We're back at 60 seconds from Atlanta. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Loose Hub Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. 
What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. The Panthers play here on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Great night weather-wise for football. The rain that was here last couple of days, Sam, has moved out. Bright, sunshiny day today. A lot of uh, homecoming festivities. A lot of tailgating out on the plaza along Hank Aaron Avenue and down Capitol Ave as I was driving to the stadium. And uh, now the temperature's dropping a little bit. But yep, great, but great, but great football. It is, it is, it is. It is October. It's, 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 it's early October. And that's the way you expect to feel. It's great. Olio. Alumni players are there in the end zone now. Uh, they're showing them up on the big screen, and people get a chance to see those guys back. Fantastic. Great to see them back here on homecoming tonight. Georgia State football on the radio network tonight against Marshall, brought to you in part by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Darren Granger, now 6 of 9 overall, 59 yards. And he's rushed the ball once for 24 yards for the touchdown. Marcus Carroll has carried the ball two times, totaling 11 yards. Other side for the Thundering Herd. Of course, Rashan Ali has rushed the ball four times, 59 yards, 53 of those on one run. Yep. And that was the uh, that was a big play that got them into scoring position to the 13. And eventually Rashin Ali, a two-yard touchdown run to tie the game where we are right now at seven. Marshall offensive unit returns to the field and let's see what they do. Well, they've tried throwing it some. They do have some talented wide receivers. We've seen the running game. Will they stick with the running game? We're going to find out right here. And look who's lining up just to the right of Cam Fancher, 22, Rasheen Ali. Oh, he's feeling just fine, Dave. Oh, yeah. 105 carries, 538 yards, now 10 touchdowns rushing this season. Again, he and Marcus, two of the best in the Sun Belt Conference. Score, we saw Kamani Vidal here with Troy a couple of weeks ago. He's right up there with him. First down from the 12-yard line. Here's the snap to Fancher. They're going to hand it off Ali, and Ali's going to try to run in behind the center and the left guard, and he's going to get dragged down. Nice job on the pursuit there by Georgia State. I believe that was Anthony Bloom right in there for the Panthers. And he has made himself right at home. He's done some big plays, great stops, transfer from Norfolk State. He's found a home in Georgia State, that defensive line. So it brings up second down and nine. It was a gain of one. Ball placed at the 13-yard line near hash. They fake the handoff. Fancher going to look to throw. Lefty overthrows the intended receiver. Boyle, if that ball hangs in the air a little bit, longer Sam how about a pick six for Mr. Hunter John Trey Hunter yep he's right there in position the right place at the right time looks like Fancher just sailed that one right over wide open receiver 
Ahmad Smith, the tight end, the intended receiver on that last pass. Third and nine from the 13 coming up here for Fancher Ali and the Thundering Herd. 7-7 ball game here midway through the first quarter. Snap on the way to Fancher. Panthers are showing blitz. Fancher now escapes the pocket. Going to tuck it, run 10, 15, 20, 25. He'll slide right at the 30-yard line as he was about to get drilled by Jeremiah Johnson. Boy, the pass rush came in and they went right past him. They had an opportunity, a clear shot at him, but didn't happen. And now we got a penalty flag in the backfield. Holding offense, number 52. Penalty will be half the distance to the goal. Replay the down. That's the left tackle, Ethan Driscoll. He's a transfer from Holy Cross, a redshirt junior from Louisville. That takes it back. Panthers dialed up the pass rush, and they ran it just right. Anytime I see 9 or 17 lined up on the outside, you get a little bit of extra adrenaline. That means Kevin Swint or Shamar McCollum are about to try to make something happen. This is a long third down play here, Dave. Third and 15, the ball with the penalty placed back at the seven-yard line. We got another whistle. Yep. Ethan Payne is in at running back now, replacing Ali. Told we might also see Maurice Jones tonight as well. Again, depending upon what Ali's status was and what we've seen so far. We might not see Maurice Jones at all, if not for a couple of plays, if Ali keeps running like that. All right, play clock has started. Third and 15. First third down opportunity faced here by the Thundering Herd. Here's the snap on the way to Fancher. Left-hander going to step back and dump it across the middle. Ball is caught up across the 10, across the 15, well short of the first down marker on the reception that time for the Thundering Herd was the wide receiver, Jaden Harrison. And a punting unit now will come on the field for the Marshall. That's 45, John McConnell, and he averages... Just over 41 yards per punt. Jakari Carter standing just back inside the Georgia State 45 awaiting the kick. Going to have to hurry, and it was blocked! Picked up, and a touchdown for Georgia State! A blocked punt and a touchdown for the Georgia State Panthers. Isaiah Guy, the redshirt freshman from Ocala, Florida. Fantastic play. What about your special teams when you get something like this? And what a time for that play, Dave. After your defense gets them off the field, your special team goes and gets a block and puts six points on the board. Boy, special teams, we were, you know, you start one of these games like this, you're always waiting for that first big play other than on offense, you wait for a big play defensively. A block punt recovered by Isaiah Guy in return for the touchdown. And here's Liam Rickman now getting set for the PAT. Cade Loggins is the holder. Snap ball is down. Kick is up. It's on its way. It is good. Georgia State back on top here in Atlanta. 14-7 with 6.50 to go here in the opening quarter. I'm trying to see exactly who got the block. Look like 14. Cam Marshall may have been in there, may have gotten his hand on that ball first. Take another look at him when we're watching the replay. 
I think that's number 14 that got his hand on it. Ball bounced up. All Isaiah Guy had to do was basically catch it with look both hands. Yeah, look what I found and hustle into the end zone two or three yards. Red Hats on the field, media timeout. We'll take it with them. Back in 60 seconds, Georgia State 14, Marshall 7 here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Comfort is a new home that's a perfect fit for your family. Comfort is living in a right choice home where your kids grow up and fill each room with memories. A home built so well that the comfort level is actually guaranteed by Jackson EMC. That really is comfort. That's right choice. Energy efficient homes from Jackson EMC. Better homes, better living. Only from Jackson EMC. To learn more, visit jacksonemc.com. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org. Org slash black and blue. 6.50 to go here in the first quarter. Georgia State on the block punt recovered for a touchdown. 14, Marshall 7. Tonight's game presented by Center Park Credit Union. Proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Center Park, a, credit, a community-minded credit union. Normally we'd give you the drive stats. Obviously there are none on that. It was a four-yard touchdown run after the block punt was recovered by Isaiah Guy and the Panthers are back on top Sam 14-7 that is fantastic great opportunity and that's what you have to do against a team like Marshall that doesn't give you a lot of opportunities they left the door open you go in and you block the punt you cash it in for those six points that is big Dave when your special teams can score or when your defense can put points on the board and Georgia State is getting that here in the first quarter we still got 650 to go in the first quarter i'm already wiped out <laughs> oh my goodness it's been a long day but a great day uh homecoming in the crowd was here early uh, yeah. you become anywhere near the stadium uh today they've been here they've had a wonderful time and they're coming in now to watch this football team they want to see a panther victory sam just got notice that it's the first block punt and i'm assuming first block punt return for a touchdown since 2013. whoa yeah. Okay. It's been a while. Bill Curry was still our head football coach. Right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was his third and final season on the sideline. Man. A lot of his former players are here, are back here tonight. You know, down on the sidelines, players that played for Coach Bill Curry in those inaugural season in those very first years here at Georgia State. All right, Isaac Kone, again the freshman from Decatur, set to kick it away. Jaden Harrison back deep, standing right on the goal line. Here's the kick from Kone, booming end-over-end kick. And that will land on the end in Panthers in the end zone to our right. Ball will come out to the 25. And that's where Cam Fancher and Rasheen Ali and the rest of that Marshall thundering herd offense will start this possession. Again, 14-7, Georgia State, 6.50 to go, quarter number one 
here at Center Park Stadium. Let's see if they're going to try to go through the air, if they're going to go back on the ground. What exactly is Marshall going to do to counter Georgia State so quickly, putting several more points on the board? Chuck Montgomery wide out here to the near side out of Sefner, Florida. Rashin, uh, Rashin Ali in the backfield. He's going to get the handoff, going to run it right up the middle, or try to anyway. And he'll get maybe a yard out of that. They call it second down and nine. Tough sledding up in the middle of that line for Georgia State. Henry Bryant, 10 getting jobs done, things done. And number one, John Trey Hunter, host of black jerseys. Snap, play action. They're going to dump it off, and it's thrown a little bit behind Montgomery. And it will quickly bring up third down and nine here for Marshall. Third down and eight, I should say. Gavin Pringle defending on that play for Georgia State. Trying to get a timeout call. We get players coming in, and now we got a whistle. And yep. That's a timeout called by Georgia State. And I think there was a little bit of confusion. They timeout. didn't want to caught with too many men Georgia on the field. State. Be 30 seconds in That's what it was looking at. Little First charge on behalf. A little personnel confusion right there. Who should have been in place and uh, before that penalty could get called? Coach Elliott hustled over to the official and got the timeout. So a timeout called. Not a full media timeout, so we're going to keep it right here. The other games of the Sunbelt Conference, Troy at last check was up 19-0 at Army. Louisiana Monroe at Texas State down in San Marcos tonight. And again, the only other game was the James Madison win over Georgia Southern up in Harrisonburg. Yep, the Troy game is a final. So Troy goes on, and they do hold, well, hold on. It's, Train horn do its thing. 19 nothing. The final score. Your favorite part, Dave. It is, as long as I don't have to talk over it. So third and eight with 6:25 to go. Near hash. Fancher looking over to the sidelines. Ali just to his right. And stick three wide to the right to the far side of the field. Snap on the way to Fancher. There's the clap. Play action. Got pressure coming off the corner. He'll dump it off to Ali, and it's bobbling around in his fingertips. He could never gain control. It hits the turf. Fourth down, and the punting unit is back on the field for Marshall. Gavin Pringle is pounding the turf. It's about to be. He is frustrated for the second time. He had made it to the quarterback. It just got there too fast and went right past him. Could not get him to the ground. But great pressure brought that time by Georgia State defense. Right back to punt the football, John McConnell. Let's see if he, get, he just gets it off in time. Jakari Carter backpedaling at the 25, going to feel it. Carter's got good speed. Going to run to the outside of the field, far side of the field, get dragged down. Nice job by the Marshall defender to run him down and drag him to the turf. Jakari's pretty fast, but the defender there for Marshall was just as fast. Nonetheless, Sam, Georgia State's going to have some pretty good field position now. They'll take over at the 30, their own 35-yard line. Good place to start this possession. With 6.06 to play in the first quarter, you're up by seven. You got the football back. And let's see now if you want to go through the air, you want to put it on the ground, which one will Georgia State do? Sam, we were talking about the Troy win at Army. I'm going to remind you of our trip to Army a year ago. Man in motion now is Amon Green. And I'm going to hand it to Marcus Carroll. And Marcus is going to get a yard, maybe two. Night before the game in Army, remember we stayed somewhere in Connecticut, right? Right, Rick? 
was that not the best meatloaf in that restaurant that we find? I don't even like meatloaf, and that was fantastic they meatloaf. They had a meatloaf from the trip. That's all. I, other than the win, that's the all win. I remember that was of, great. of the Army win last year. That was year. great, too. Yep. All right, second down and eight. Carroll picked up two. The ball at the 37-yard line. Here's the snap to Darren Granger. Here's the option play. Granger going to tuck it and run, and he's going to get dragged down by not one but two Thundering Herd Marshall players. And it's going to bring up third down now for Georgia State. 55, Owen Porter, all Sun Belt performer. Yeah, he's, on all, that he's all over the place. And what a find. He's right there out of Huntington, West Virginia. Here's Georgia State facing third and three. Talik Williams in motion, far side of the field. And it's going to be a keeper. They're going to throw the football. And it was intended for Kadarius Thompson reaching up and batting the ball down for Marshall. Was number 19, the defensive back, Deani Hill, out of Gainesville, Florida. He just went with that right arm, reached up over Kadarius, and knocked it to the turf. Nice play there by Hill. Well played defense. Reached up makes the stop, brings up fourth down. All right, so the punting unit on the field, Cade Loggins for Georgia State, a little over 41 yards per punt on average. Here's the snap. Plenty of time, and it's a high spiraling kick. Fair catch signaled for by Talik Keaton. Well, he got off a good one there. Yep, and Marshall will have the ball. Granted, they're going to start just inside their own 20 with now 4.49 to go here in quarter number one. No media timeout. we we'll keep the broadcast right here in Atlanta. And here comes Fancher and Ali. And the rest, including Jaden Harrison, one of their top running backs. Rick says that was the Stamford Diners, Stamford, Connecticut. You remember that? <laughs> remember that great, great, great place. Put a man in motion out of the far side. That's Caleb Coombs. They're going to run it with Ali off left tackle. He'll get across the 20 up to about the 24. Nice run there. Second down coming up here. That was a six-yard gain. Second and four now from the Thundering Herd 24-yard line. Running Jordan. behind, running behind the, big, the big left tackle, yep. Ethan Driscoll. And there's a little slant to Jaden Harrison, and that's going to be good enough for a Marshall first down coming off the left side from Fancher on a slant play. And that'll get him up to the 37-yard line, 13-yard gain. And here comes Marshall. Play action again. Fancher now pressure coming. He's going to spin, escape the pressure, dump it off on the far side of the field to Caleb Coombs, the redshirt sophomore from Leesburg, Virginia. And he will pick up. The sticks are still moving. It'll bring up second down. And that's going to be a solid five-yard gain there, second and five for Marshall on what almost became a busted play. Fancher now going to hand a football off Ali. He got tripped up on the play. Nice job there for Georgia State on the trip up making the play there for georgia state was ronald cooper the star the junior out of savannah came out of jenkins high school and a high snap off of fancher's fingertips he's able to wait bring it back down he gets hit as he tries to run forward getting across the 40 on third down well that was almost disastrous for the thundering herd yep ball was snapped and came flying out there Venture tracked it down, but there's some black jerseys all around to bring him down for a loss. 
Now it's third to make that fourth down and four. And is head coach Charles Huff going to make a decision on what to do here? Because right now the offense is still on the field. Looks like they're going to go for it on fourth and four until Sean Elliott signals for him, calls a timeout. Georgia State, 30 seconds in the week, second charge of the half. 30-second timeout, as you heard Jeremy Parker, the referee tonight. We'll keep it right here, just inside of three minutes to go here in the first quarter, 2.54 to be exact. Georgia State, a 14-7 lead. You call a timeout here, but Georgia State is down only one timeout now. Uh, you, you do that just to go over some things, remind guys when they play, and mostly, but most of all, to not get drawn offside, because you want to see if they're actually going to call a play if they're going to see if they can't pull the Panthers off. Now they've come back out, and they got to punt it. Yep. On to punt the football. 45, John McConnell. Jakari Carter back at the 16-yard line awaiting the kick. High snap. McConnell just gets it off. It's an end-over-end kick. Carter will signal for the fair catch. Just inside the 20 at the 18-yard line, and that is on uh, the 19-yard line. That's where Darren Granger, Marcus Carroll, this Georgia State offense will have 247 to go here in the first quarter. We've had both of the offenses like they were shot out of cannons to start this game, Dave, putting points on the board and great things. Now the defenses have had some stops. And now the slugfest starts. You know, <laughs> whatever you get, you're gonna have to earn it. Let's see what Georgia State can do offensively to sustain some drive, eat up some clock here and maybe get another, another score. All right, so it'll be first and 10. Ball placed at the 19-yard line. Again, the Panthers left to right here in the first quarter. Here's the snap to Darren. Fakes the handoff. Gonna, well, he was going to throw it on the run. He's going to get run out of bounds. Ran out of room and just throws it into the Georgia State sideline. Second down and 10 coming up. He's rolling to the short side of the field, and uh, that, that, that's the veteran. That, that's the experience. You don't force it if it's not there. Uh, you come back to fight here on the second down. Second down and 10, 19-yard line now for Granger and the Panthers. Marcus Carroll to his right. A couple of wideouts here near side. Handed off Carroll. Big hole in the middle. 25, 30, 35 up to the 37-yard line for the Georgia State first down on the run there by Marcus Carroll. Great run right up against the right behind the, the center of the Georgia State line. They're right back up on the line here, Dave. Boy, are they ever. Here's... Carroll again, the handoff. Got a lot of room. 40, 45. Pounced on from behind, right at the 50-yard line. Back-to-back -back big runs there by Marcus Carroll. The first one was 17 yards. We'll see what they call the second one. It's another Georgia State first down. Ball right at midfield at the 50. On the handoff, Marcus Carroll. And this one here going to punch it into Marshall territory to the 46. Zero, Sam Burton in on the stop there for Marshall. Second run was for 14, so 21 yards for Marcus Carroll on back-to-back -back runs. Correction, 31 yards on those two runs there by Marcus. Here's the snap to Granger, gonna look to throw. And intended receiver, receiver was number zero, Peter Kikwana. Thrown a little wide and a little low. No way he could have gotten to that ball. It was thrown low. Looked like it may have been actually been deflected. As Burton was coming in making some pressure there on Granger. 
So it brings up third down, Dave. Georgia State so far tonight, one for three on third down conversions. Snap to Granger. Ball pretty much right in the middle of the field. And they're going to go ahead and run the football. It's going to be a run play here. First down, Georgia State. On the carry, uh, on the carry was Freddie Brock, the transfer from Maine, his first carry here of the season. What a time for that. He remains in the game. Will change of pace. Brock stays in, lines up to the right. Big first down run. Pass. Carter caught out here in the flat at the 35. He turns up field, gets hit as he's run out of bounds. That'll be good. For a seven-yard pickup, second down and three ball placed at the Marshall 28-yard line. Brock in at running back. Here's the snap. They fake the handoff. They're going to dump it off over here to Robert Lewis. Robert sidestepped one oncoming, uh, oncoming tackler. Couldn't on the second one. Ends up getting hit. On the stop there for Marshall. Again, the defensive back, Deani Hill, number 19. Got for the first down. They get him in the spot for the first down. Yep, going to move the sticks. First down, ball placed at the 24-yard line. There's the snap. How about a handoff to Brock? Going to run it right up the middle. Nice run there by the main transfer. He's a former main black bear. And he's going to pick up eight on that carry. And it will bring up second down and two. And that's one quarter. Yep. And the first quarter is in the books here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Boy, great to see Freddie Brock get in the football game. It's taken six games to get him in. And he's playing like he's glad to get those reps. <laughs> Feed me. Give me more. All right, first quarter in the books. Georgia State threatening here as we'll start the second quarter on the other side of this break. Georgia State 14, Marshall 7. Back in two minutes from Center Park Credit Union Stadium in Atlanta. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. <laughs> Lusab Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's 
that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 97.5 Glory FM. Dave Cohen, Sam Crenshaw, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker back here from Center Park Credit Union Stadium in Atlanta. Sam, one quarter in the books and threatening again here as we're about to start the second here in Atlanta. And the emerging of a face we haven't seen this season, getting some opportunities at running back to share the load. What about Freddie Brock? And he's showing, hey, if you bring it, you call my number, I'm going to make something happen. Good runs by him, and that's very impressive for him in this game. Tonight's game presented by the folks at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Uh, Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Stadium. Center Park, a community-based credit union. Top of the hour as we're about to morph over to the second quarter here with Georgia State leading at 14-7. Stations on our radio network. Right now, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. From Atlanta, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. HD1 and HD2. All right, second quarter just about to get underway. 14-7, Georgia State, good start. Darren Granger, 24-yard touchdown run to get things going, starting to stir the pot, and then special teams rearing their head with a block punt and an Isaiah Guy recovery and four-yard run. And right now threatening with the ball at the 17-yard line. Now right to left here across the radio dial. Snap to Granger. Going to fake the handoff. Got to get out of the pocket, and he's going to get sacked. Elijah Alston, redshirt junior, Chesapeake, Virginia. Grabs a hold of Darren Granger. By the way, the Marshall defense coming into this game, they were also 4-1. 37 tackles for loss, 18 sacks. That's number 19, eight interceptions. Let's hope that number eight is the same when they vacate the stadium tonight. Third down and seven, ball to 21 now for the Panthers. Three wide here to the near side. Including Talik Williams, Kadarius Thompson, Lewis wide to the right. Here's the snap to Darren. Darren going to tuck it and run. And he's got some room. Going to pick up the first down. They can't get him down. What a run by Darren Granger. Football got loose, but I think he was already down. Believe so. Let's see where they mark it. Ruin on the field is a fumble recovered by the offense. Fourth down. So they really, that's a fumble. They, that, that's large yards that it rolled back, so it's be fourth down. I think he had enough. He was right at the stick for a chance to get the first down, but now it's a fourth down. Yeah, fourth and a little more than a yard, almost two. And the Panthers are going to go ahead and look for the field goal here. Sean Elliott wants to come away with points. Liam Rickman has the leg. This play clock is running down here, Dave. Yep. This will be a 34-yard attempt for Liam Rickman. Cade Loggins, the holder, far hash. There's the snap, ball is down, kick is up, plenty of distance on the way. It is up and it is good. The 
officials underneath the crossbar look at each other, nod yes. And three up on the board for Georgia State. They now lead Marshall 17 to seven. Media time out here at Center Park Stadium. Let's take it with them back in 60 seconds. Early second quarter here in Atlanta. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. 97.5 Glory FM. Early second quarter here at Center Park Stadium. Liam Rickman, a 34-yard field goal. Waiting for the drive stats. 17-7 now, Georgia State, Sam, leading Marshall. Great way to start. Come away with points. Uh, I thought initially Darren had the first down. Apparently did not. Fumbled a football. Georgia State recovered. And they're going to go ahead and uh, let Rickman add the three points. And, of course, now it's 17-7 here. 13-17 to go here in uh, quarter number two. Still, you want to get those points. You, you got three. You wanted to get six. But you do a wise thing. You want to put points on the board because you know what this Marshall offense has the potential to do. They put a lot of points on the board. So you want to get – you don't want to have to take a chance to go down and come up empty-handed. You want to come up with something. So three is better than none. And now let's see if the defense can go back and, and slow down this uh, Marshall offense. Only had 28 yards through the air right now. And you figure they would have more. Uh, but they're passing right now, just, just 28 yards. Darren Granger, 8 of 14, 70 yards. As far as, uh, by the way, that was a 34-yard field goal. They finally put the drive up on the uh, monitor. 12-play drive, 64 yards. That's what you like to see because that means your offense is converting on third downs. You're keeping their defense on the field, wearing them down, and... Whether you come away with seven, which is what you'd like, you'll still take the three and trust your defense. And you burn almost five minutes off the clock in the process, Dave. So that's, a, that's the big thing you, you want to do. You keep the ball away. Right now, the time advantage is in the favor of Georgia State as well. If you look at the time of, of, of possession in this game so far. Yeah, time of that drive, as Sam said, was just under five minutes, 4.49 to be exact. And the Panthers now set to kick it away. Isaac Kone. Back deep, Jaden Harrison. And it is a booming kick. And it will sail over Harrison's helmet. This time landing on the R in Georgia. To our left in the end zone. Ball come out to the 25 for Fancher and Ali and the rest of the Marshall thundering herd offensive unit. A correction won't be Ali. Ethan Payne is going to start this series at running back. 
And we might even see a little bit of Maurice Scott. Uh, Maurice Jones, I should say. He's told to keep an eye out for him. Here's the snap coming up to Fancher on first down, 25-yard line. Man in motion here to the near side. Fancher steps up in the pocket, throws right across the middle into the zone. Got a man. It's caught. Nice catch on the play there for the thundering herd of Marshall. That was Daryl Simmons, grad student out of Philadelphia, transfer from Stephen F. Austin. Yeah, that's a big first down for Marshall now as they push that ball close to the 50-yard line. Fancher just getting some time, taking his time and finding the right receiver. Makes a completion there to Simmons and moves the sticks. 23-yard pickup, and they're going to look to run the football this time with Ethan Payne. Payne tried to run in between the sticks. No open space. He cuts to his left, runs for a first down across the 45, then across the 40. A correction to the 41-yard line. Nice run there by Ethan Payne, the junior from Poco, West Virginia. Tried to run it up the middle, then ran right into Henry Bryant, but Bryant couldn't get a hand on him. Here's the snap, empty backfield. The left-hander, Fancher, escaping the pocket, almost got sacked, able to stay on his feet. He's going to try to run it, gets tripped up against his own man, Ethan Driscoll, the left tackle, and ends up getting dropped, but still picks up three yards on what basically was a busted play in second and He is the seven. artful dodger he right is. now. He really is. He picks up the first down for Marshall. Uh-oh, Rashid Ali is back. Lined up in the backfield just to the right of Fancher. Wideouts here to the near side. Includes Simmons and Mason Pierce. Snap on the way, working off the left hash. 17-7, Georgia State. They're going to give it to Ali. He'll run it right up the middle and get dragged down at the 35-yard line. Number of Panthers in on the tackle that time, including Jordan Vincial. Got a whistle here. Also in their Tai Chi leads. We got flags thrown as well. I'll count three flags. Looks like it's going to be Ball against. Start. Offense. Entire offensive line except for the center. Five-yard penalty replay, third down. So a false start penalty against Marshall, going to back them up five yards. Panthers will take it. Seventeen-seven, Georgia State leading it. Eleven nineteen to go here in the second quarter. They're going to place three wide out over here to the near side. Three wide, including Demarcus Harris, Daryl Simmons. Movement. Here's the snap with an empty backfield. Fancher flags thrown. Free play. Going to throw down the far sideline. Almost picked by Gavin Pringle. We'll see what the flags are in the call here by Jeremy Parker. Offside. Defense. Number 29. Five-yard penalty. Replay third down. Uh, that flag assessed to Ty G. Leach. Another one of the newcomers on the defensive side of the ball. Still third down, but because of that building now, it's a little more manageable for Marshall. Third down and three. They're at the Georgia State 34-yard line. Left to right across your dial. Big tight end in motion. Snap to Fancher. Trying to draw Georgia State into some movement. Seven on the play clock. Ethan Payne in a running back. They need three. Fancher steps back. He's got time. 
No pressure. Now a little bit of pressure. He's going to tuck it and run. He can pick up the three yards himself. He takes a big, big shot from Jordan Fenzial, but he picks up the first down. He was all the way on the other side of the field, and there was a lot of open turf in the middle of the field. He just started to run, and he's got good speed. Deceptive. Deceptive. Quickly back up on the ball. They're going to hand it off. It's going to be a run here. Ethan Payne again to the outside. 25-20 to the 15, and he's drilled out of bounds at about the 13-yard line. Payne has been very effective backing up Rashin Ali. Great job. He got a block there by number two, Jaden Harrison. It helped him get more yards, get him down inside the 15-yard line. Ali back in at running back. Line up just to the right of Fancher. Talik Keaton wide out here to the near side. Put a run, uh, put a back, and they're going to hand it off Ali. He's going to skirt in behind the left tackle. Get down across the 10-yard line, close to the 5. We'll see where they spot it. Looks like it'll be around the 6 or the 7-yard line. 7. Running up there behind the left guard, Trent Hallier, and the left tackle, Ethan Driscoll. Second down. So knocking on the door at the seven-yard line. Thatcher glances over to the sideline, looking at that play call. Ali stays in. One setback lines up to his right. And they're going to hand it to Ali. Ali cuts to the left. He's going to score an easy touchdown. And we got a flag. Flag's thrown, though. Keep your fingers crossed. Holding. Offense, number 85. Replay the down. So holding against the big tight end for Marshall. And they call it 85. I don't have an 85 in my roster. So that'll back him up. Wave the touchdown off. Still 17-7. The five-yard penalty will make it second and 15 with 9.28 to play. Simmons will wide out over here to the near side along with Talit Keaton. Still got pain in the backfield. Snap on the way to Fancher. Actually, Ethan Payne is in the football game. He runs nicely right up the middle in between the tackles across the 10 to the 9, maybe the 8 for Marshall. He's a hard runner for your change of pace. Yep. You want to give Ali a break. Now Ali returns. Running right behind. Altreek Barlow, Trent Holler, and Logan Osborne, the guards of the center. Those dudes are big, 335, 306, 305. Those three in the middle of the offensive line for Marshall. Ali remains in. Also coming into the ball game now is Mason Pierce. Snap. And they're going to hand it off Rasheen Ali. Ali will get to the five, get down to the four before he gets knocked down. Kevin Swint in on the tackle there. A little pushing and shoving going on. Well, Ali just bouncing like a pinball in traffic. And that's going to bring up fourth down. They don't want to risk it. Ball placed at the four. They want to, just like Georgia State on this last trip down, Charles Huff wants to raise the odds he's going to come away with some points and so coming on to attempt the field goal is number 99 Cameron Lake and there's the snap kick is up 
And that one is good, no question about that one. That's about a 22-yard field goal. And that'll lead us into immediate timeout. Points on the board for Marshall, not wanting to risk it. Even though they were inside the five, it's now 17 to 10, eight minutes and two seconds to go. Media timeout, we'll take it with them. Back in 60 seconds from Atlanta, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Your radio station for Georgia State football, 97.5 Glory FM. Online at WGTJradio.com. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being heard. Dave Cohen, Sam Crenshaw back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium, 17 to 10. Our score now tonight's game presented in part by Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, and Center Park Credit Union, a community-minded credit union. Uh, it wasn't a 22-yard field goal. It was a 21-yard field goal there by Cameron Lake, the redshirt junior out of Lawrence, Kansas. Drive stats, 10-play drive, 71 yards. And the time of the drive was five minutes and 15 seconds. Again, Charles Huff, head coach, thundering her to Marshall. Comes away with three, doesn't risk not getting in from four yards out. And it's now a touchdown game. Georgia State up 17-10, Sam with 8.02 to play before halftime. And the temperature, if you can feel, Dave, is starting to to change a little bit but we knew that we knew that thing you know at the rain that came through yesterday and early today uh tonight would be a little bit of a chilly night so i think a lot of people came out and wrapped up i see some jackets and some sweaters and some hoodies and some things that people have probably gone to the georgia state bookstore to pick up <laughs> to wear for homecoming i'm sure they've done a brisk business this week if everyone wants to be uh, outfitted uh for the special game so yeah Talik Williams will make his way now out of the field as will the kick return team. Getting ready for uh, the kickoff here from the Thundering Herd again with 8.02 to go. From the 35, Reese Verhoff set to kick it away for Marshall. That Georgia State offensive unit about to get back on the field. Here's Verhoff, booming kick, high end over end. And that lands on the H in Panthers in the end zone to our right. Always, it's almost like you're playing a kickoff bingo here with the letters. <laughs> Let's see which one it lands on. Yeah, that one landed on the H. And so the ball will come out to the 25 for Darren Granger with 8.02 to go, leading 
First one out, Avery Reese, starting center. Caught up with him for a Panther Insider podcast driven by Ford a few weeks ago. Another interesting story there if you get a chance to uh, listen. Visit GeorgiaStateSports.com to access all of our podcasts. First play is going to be a handoff to Marcus Carroll. And he runs strong in behind the right guard and the right tackle. And that'll be good for about four yards. Second down and six coming up. That'll place the ball at the 29-yard line. Got a whistle here. Got a Marshall player down. All right, so that'll bring about a official's medical timeout here. Going to try to get the number of the Marshall player down being tended to by a member of the sports medicine staff there for the Thundering Herd that have traveled down here to Atlanta. And that should be number. Uh, that should be easy to find. Number oh, zero. Burton, Burton. Yep. Defensive lineman out of Boca Raton. A lot of players come out of that uh, South Florida area. Boca Raton, Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, not even. I mean, look at just look at Georgia State's roster. The number of kids that come out of South Absolutely. Florida. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. Out of South Florida, uh, there was a there was a time back in the '90s and early 2000s. When there was a fence up practically around that area, and they all went to the University of Miami. People said, when can it be the U again? I don't think it'll ever be the U again because everybody recruits down there now. Second down and six. Play resumes, and they're going to hand it off. Carroll again, this time again, right tackle. Big push on the right side. He came awfully close to getting to the first down marker, which is right at the 35-yard line, but I think he's just shy. It'll bring up third down. He's shy by about two yards. Boy, Tyden Ferris did a great job opening up a big, big gap on the right side. Tyden, the transfer from Central Michigan, 303 out of Delton, Michigan, originally. Panthers here in the third down opportunity. Robert Lewis in motion here to the near side. They're going to get it, Lewis. Quick seam route here. He's going to pick up the first down, catches it at the 30, just beyond the 35. Yards after the catch across the 40 up to about the 42. That's a Georgia State first down. Nice play call, nice execution. You want to go to your your top receiver, Lewis, with that, and the yards after the catch moves the sticks. Three of seven on third downs now for Georgia State. Talik Williams in motion near side. Play action. They fake the handoff. Check down. He'll dump it off. Talik will catch it. Just inside the 40, and oh, he's going to get wrapped up, bear-hugged, and dropped there by Stephen Dix, Jr., D-I-X, the Florida State transfer out of Orlando. Isaiah Gibson, one of the D linemen, Kentucky transfer, shake it up. He's making his way back over to the Thundering Herd sideline. Second down at 13 now for the Panthers. Stoppage in play. Now the play clock will start again, as will the game clock. Second down at 13, ball at the 38. Panthers working near hash. Granger. Carroll side, uh, lines up. Peter Kikwata goes in motion. Granger's going to tuck the football and run. He's got a lot of room. And he got hit, and he's shy of the first down marker, but boy, he got a bulk of that yardage back on that run on the keeper by Granger. Great execution on that play. Granger with the read, but not enough for the first down. We got a third down. 
coming up right here. Right at 50% on third down opportunities. And Got a whistle, now a flag. Yep. Darren's holding both arms out as if to say what? False start. Offense, number 76. Five-yard penalty. Replay. Third down. Wow. Left guard, Jonathan Brown, out of Anderson, South Carolina. I didn't see it, but Panthers moving in the wrong direction now. 5.37 to go second quarter, leading 17-10. Trying to get this drive moving in the right direction. Now back at the 43. Empty backfield for Darren. Three to three wideouts to his right. Robert Lewis over here to the left. Kadarius Thompson. Talik Williams. Here's the snap. Quick out pass. It's caught Talik Williams. Going to turn up field. Got a lot of room. 45 50. 45 40. 35 30. And Talik gets run out of bounds over at the end of the Marshall sideline. Boy, has he got some speed. Talik Williams makes the catch and just turns on the Jets. Big play. You talk about explosive plays. It's what the Panthers need it now. Quickly back up on the ball to the 26 yard line. Snap. And it's going to be a handoff. Marcus Carroll's going to get wrestled to the turf. Not a whole lot going there. Kyle McCracken and Owen Porter in there for Marshall. 31 yards officially on the pass play and yards after the catch for Talik Williams. Panthers now facing a second down and nine. Carroll picked up a yard. It's at the 25-yard line. Inside of five now to go. Snap. They're going to run the option. Here's the pitch to Carroll to the outside, short side of the field. And he gets crunched. Run out of bounds at the 20. Or just inside. That man again, 55, Owen Porter over there in on the stop. Porter came into the game. 29 tackles, nine for loss, four sacks. One of the leaders on this Marshall defensive unit. Third down and four, ball placed right at the 20-yard line. Carroll goes in motion. It's going to be a keeper here by Darren. Granger's got room. Gets across the 20 and dives ahead to the 11 or the 12. Panthers convert. But we got a flag here. And we got a flag. Holding. Offense. Number 65. 10-yard penalty. Replay. Third down. A penalty-laden drive here for Georgia State. Avery Reese, starting center out of Anderson, South Carolina. They're going to back it up 10 yards in the wrong direction. And that's the thing. you got the drive going. You're going in the right direction. But then you have penalties like this to set you back, and now you got a third and long. Yep. Third down and 14. Deja vu all over again. Ball at the 30. Right at the 30-yard line, maybe the 31. Granger, snap, far hash, and a step forward, looking to throw the football. Got a man far side of the field. It is there. It is caught on a far side by Kadarius Thompson. Nice catch there by number 11, redshirt senior, Florence, Alabama. And that'll move Georgia State into a situation where it is now fourth and five at the 21. Same thing. Let's come away with some points. It'll be a little bit longer field goal here. Uh, this will be about, what, 39 yards? 
Yeah, that's what it's looking for Liam Rickman. Kicking from the far hash, Cade Loggins will hold. Seth Glauser, the long snapper. Snap ball is down, kick is up. Got the distance on its way. It is good. The officials will look at each other. They will nod their head yes, hold both arms up. The Panthers come away with three and now lead Marshall 20 to 10. We'll take that three. We don't like the fact that he had a penalty to set us back, but you still got those three points, and that's important. All right, media timeout as we are late here in the second quarter in Atlanta, 247 to be exact. Georgia State 20, Marshall 10. We're back in 60 seconds from Center Park Stadium. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Is it cool in here to you, David? It ought to be. We've stocked up on all of our coolers. Coolers, coolers everywhere. We've got coolers and drinkware for everyone and everything. Yeti, Stanley, Kanga, Corksicle, and Southern Jubilee. And we all know the cooler is the most important ingredient at any tailgate. Or at the lake, or on the road, or any outdoor activity. Come find the best cooler and drinkware for you. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium, 2.47 to go. Tonight's game here on the radio network brought to you in part by the folks at Northside Hospital, Center Park Credit Union, and Ticketsmarter.com. Also a shout-out the Georgia State University Alumni Association and the Georgia State University Bookstore. Selection of Georgia State apparel and gifts. Bookstore downtown on the Atlanta campus as well as Alpharetta, Dunwoody, and Decatur. We thank them for their support of the Georgia State University football program and the Georgia State University radio network. Sam, we got 2.47 to go and a 10-point lead here, 20-10. to 10-point lead, and right now you want to go and see what your defense can do. Still time to see if they can get a stop and stop them with enough time that you may be able to put some more points on before you go into the locker room at halftime. So I think that's the thing for Georgia State defense coming out this time. See if they can really slow down this offensive uh, attack for Marshall. If they've really done some things. I mean, we talked about, you know, Fancher and how he compares to Darren Granger. He still got 50, 51 yards passing. He's 4 for 7, 51 yards passing in this game. While Granger is uh, 12 for 18, 113 yards uh, so far passing in this game. So uh, just more passing yards, but the run games we saw early on uh, run things for this team. And 139 right now for Marshall as a team. Got to like those numbers on third down opportunities. Yes. That's big. That's big. Georgia State, four for eight, while Marshall's one for five in third downs. Makes it, that makes a big difference. All right, well, back deep, awaiting the kick for the thundering herd is Jaden Harrison. Again, Isaac Kone set to kick it away here for the Panthers. Again, just 2.47 to go here in quarter number two. From the 35, booming end over end kick. Harrison is going to field this one right at the goal line, bring it across the five, the 10, 
Gets up across the 20, bounced off a couple of tacklers. I'll tell you what, though, he's not getting away from Jordan Venzial, Sam. You talk about a guy, Venzial, the way he does with the team on the defense, but he's out there on special teams, and we've seen him do some amazing things on special teams this season. That was a big-time stop. The runner going to bounce outside. But the play I can't can't forget is one up in Coastal Carolina, the onside kick, where he was Jordan-esque. He just floated through the air above everybody to snag the ball. Uh, just amazing to see. So he loves those opportunities on special teams. They had a big play right there. And so Fancher will start out here at the Marshall 23. Again, left to right, 20 to 10, Georgia State leading it. Clock at 2.38. Rasheen Ali in it running back, kind of in a pistol formation behind Fancher. There's the snap. Lefty going to throw the football. Got a man wide open over here on the near side and run out of bounds at the 30. The catch is made there by number six, Daryl Simmons. Yep. The Stephen F. Austin transfer. Isaiah Guy, who scored the touchdown on the block punt, was there defending on the play. Yeah, he's in there for Bryce Brown, who's still nursing an injury. Here's the snap on second down and three. They picked up seven. Thatcher. Nowhere to go as he checks down. They're going to dump it out on the flat. Ali, and he will get dropped at the 29-yard line. They'll put did he, did it, he pick know. up something? I think he lost a little yeah. bit there. Yep, they lost about a yard on the play. Inside of two minutes to go. Now they're working off the far hash. Here's the snap, Fancher. Snap on third down and four, and it is incomplete. In and out of the hands of Caleb Coombs, the redshirt sophomore from Leesburg, Virginia. That's going to bring up fourth down and four now with a minute 50 to go. This is just what Sean Elliott, Georgia State, and I'm sure Darren Granger them wanted. Like, Give me that football back with inside of two to play. That's what we're getting. Great stop there by John Trey Hunter uh, in the middle there, the area that he patrols these days, and a great stop. Jakari Carter awaiting the McConnell punt. He just gets it away. It looks a little wobbly end over end. Carter's got it, and he's going to try to return it here. All the backpedal to the 20-yard line, and he's going to get dropped back at the 20. Did I see a flag get thrown? Maybe uh, not. Nope, no, nope, nope. No flag. No flag. But Rick is signaling there's a timeout. Another one of these long national television timeouts. That's the guy in the red cap. Yep, and uh, he's been busy tonight. 137 to go. Georgia State 20. Marshall 10 will take the media timeout with him. Back in 60 seconds here at the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. Now back to Atlanta with Dave and Sam on 97.5 Glory FM. 
137 to go here in the second quarter. 20 to 10, Georgia State. Holding on to a 10-point lead over the thundering herd of Marshall. Again, Georgia State back in action next Saturday night. We'll be in Lafayette, Louisiana to take on those raging Cajuns. A late-night game, 8 o'clock Eastern time, which makes for a late-night getting back, especially when you're on national television, as we are tonight, on the radio network as well. But our breaks aren't as long <laughs> as those national TV timeouts. I know, man. My goodness, they go on and on. Remember Coastal Carolina that Thursday night? My goodness. <laughs> Those TV timeouts were amazing. So we'll join you from Lafayette, Louisiana next Saturday night. Hope you're with us here on the radio network. Shout out to those of you listening in Atlanta. 50,000-watt flagship, 88.5 FM WRAS. Longtime home and flagship of Georgia State football, men's basketball. In Gainesville, Georgia, affiliate. Glory 97.5 FM, WGTJ. They've been with us since day one, September the 2nd, 2010. Shout out to Mike and the crew up there. Also, those of you listening via the GSU Athletics mobile app and online at lowcountryradio.com and wrbjradio.com. We salute you all. Appreciate you being with us tonight. Going to have a special guest, Sam, coming up at halftime. We talked earlier about all the Georgia State football alumni. This guy that's going to be with us really is one of the guys that, from the early days, playing back in the Georgia Dome, helped lay the foundation that is Georgia State football today on the defensive side of the football. Yep, fantastic player. Just not going to give his name just yet. (laughs) We got a minute 37 to go in the football, Dave. All right, so coming out of the media timeout, Georgia State takes over at their own 19-yard line with a 10-point lead, 20-10. to 10. They're going to go with an empty backfield here for Darren. Granger looks over to his right. He's got a couple of wideouts over there. They stack two wideouts over here to the left side as well. Fake the handoff, dump it off over on the far side. The ball is caught and run out of bounds after the catch, Jakari Carter. Well, Jakari's been busy tonight between... Receptions and returning kicks. He's been good for the Panthers. Brings up second down and three, 131 to go. Ball placed at the 26-yard line. Here's the snap to Granger. Slant route, caught. Talik Williams, across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, down the far sideline. 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Georgia State. Touchdown, Georgia State. With 119 to go. Did you see that speed of Talik Williams on the slant route after the catch from Darren Granger? And the Panthers have the crowd standing here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium now leading it 26 to 10. 74 yards on the touchdown run by Talik Williams. What a call, what a call and what a play. Pass delivered perfectly. And Talik Williams, like he was shot out of a cannon, just ran away from everybody. Got a whistle down on the field. This crowd. Bluing on the field is a touchdown. Plays under further review to see if the player dropped the ball before the goal line. I didn't see him drop the ball at the goal line. Did you? No, I did not. If it stands, it goes as a 74-yard touchdown run after the catch. Oh, man. Did he? Should I not be writing this down? 
Is this going to become Marcus Carroll's 10th touchdown of the season if, if the ruling stands? Anyway, I'm going to write it down anyway because it's a big play. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I know we're feeling good. I know it's homecoming. I know we got people here, you know, that are not usually at games. And so, you know, we, we want to do something really special. I, I, I get it. I, I totally get it. But, man, look, look at that. Where Dave. does the ball fall? Dave. They're playing it up on the big screen. You know, if you're if you're Marshall, the Georgia State players are saying it's a touchdown. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're Marshall, I guess that's a good challenge, isn't it? It's worth a try. It's worth a try. Yeah. Well, they're down looking at it. We're here like everybody else. The ruling on the field of touchdown stands. All right, so all that for naught. I wrote it down. It stands. That's what made the difference, Dave. It's because you wrote it down. Two plays, 81 yards. And 18... Once again, the pin is mightier than. <laughs> and 18 seconds. Oh, my. All right, Liam Rickman is on to attempt the PAT. 119 to go here in the quarter. Ball is down. Kick is up. It is good. And Georgia State now leads it. Georgia State now leads it 27 to 10. Sam. Great play, great execution. All I can say is Delete Williams won't do that again. <laughs> He won't do that again, but it's tremendous play. And, and you know, hey, it, it's the excitement of, 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 of accomplishing what this team is doing right now against this Marshall team. And you know, not saying it's enough points. They got to score more. No, it's not enough. You got to score more because, because you know what they have the, the, the ability to do. But the things we wanted to see last time, they got the ball back with an opportunity to put some points on before halftime. They've done it. Now there's still a minute 19 to go until halftime. Jaden Harrison now standing right on the goal line awaiting the Isaac Kone kick. 27 to 10, Georgia State leading Marshall here in Atlanta. Very late here in the second quarter. from the 35, Kone gets foot on football. This is a line drive that lands on the E in Georgia. To our left, ball's gonna come out to the 25. Again, Fancher and Ali, they're gonna have a minute 19 with which to work here. First and 10 from the 25, Georgia State up 27-10. And you know from what happened earlier in the game, they can strike quickly, they need to. Haven't seen them do it lately, but they did to start the game as both teams did. So here's Fancher. Remember him from a year ago. It was one of those games Georgia State couldn't finish. Ended up getting out of Huntington with an L. Ali's in a ball game. 
He's going to look to throw the football. Lefty going to fire across. He's got a man. It's caught. Demarcus Harris, the Kentucky Wildcat transfer out of Vero Beach, Florida. That's going to be a quick first down there for Marshall. Nice call. Pass delivered in just right to get able to step out of bounds and stop the clock. So that'll move it up now to the 42. 17-yard pickup. Here's a slant. Well, it wasn't a slant. It was straight up the middle. Good pressure there from Shamar McCollum on Fancher on the release. And he's not able to make a throw that's catchable. And it's second down and 10 from the 42. Fancher working far hash. Blitz coming for the Panthers. He'll escape the pressure. Going to slide as he gets across the 45. And there's a flag. Wow. And it's going to go against John Trey Hunter. And John Trey just couldn't get out of the way. He kind of got caught above Fancher sliding underneath his legs. No, I think it was Cooper. 24 is Cooper. Was it Cooper? I thought I it was Cooper's number one. Line. And I don't know if he really made a hit on him. I think he went out over him. It just didn't look good. Yeah. But I don't. I don't. Look, look, you know, see what the call is. After the play, personal foul. Targeting number 24 on the defense. Previous play is under video review. I don't think we're going to see targeting on this play at all when they replay it, Dave. I really don't think so. Correction. Late hit with targeting. There was no targeting on that play. No targeting. He didn't hit him. He, he, he flew Fan, right over him. He Fan, flew right over him. Fancher slid kind of yeah. into his legs. Yeah. We're look, we've seen a replay from a couple of angles. People here in Center Park Stadium get another look at it right here. And you can see he flies right over him. If anything hits him, it's, a, it's his knee, not, not his, you know, the knee with his helmet or shoulder. Neither one. So time on the field as they assess the video replay. The official, the referee, Jeremy Parker, on the headsets standing down right there at the 15-yard line. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you saw that if you watch quickly. Now, like I said, the officials, and we, a lot of people criticize officiating, but they have to make a quick judgment call on what they see. Thankfully, they have a, a, a video review that they can go to to try to make sure it's the correct call. And that's why we take another look at it right here. Coach Elliott talking to two of the officials as well, standing right there at the 40. Got a minute four to go in this one in the first half. Again, Georgia State 27 and Marshall 10. Given those numbers, Georgia State already said totaling 314 yards on offense, so 194 in the air and 120 on the ground 217 total for marshall 74 in the air 143 on the ground boy look at that number right there six penalties for 55 yards you yeah. don't think think coach elliott's happy with that he'll uh he's about a minute and four away from going in and talking about that a little bit with the rest of the team a minute and four away from halftime and coach elliott Communicating with the officials, just waiting to see what their decision is going to be. 
from what I can see, it, it seems like the, the, the fans who slid in to Cooper. Here's the call. After video review, there is no targeting. The, fi the 15 yards for personal foul will be added to the end of the run. First down. I don't even see the personal foul, actually, but, but you know, if you got to call something, you got to call something, I suppose. But thankfully, they saw that there was no targeting. Yeah, well, that was the right, definitely the right call on that. But I, I, with Cooper's situation, if Fancher slides in under your legs, you can't get out of the way. Yep. So they tack on the 15, and now the ball is at the Georgia State 39-yard line with a minute four to go. Marshall looking to come away with points as they run off into the locker room at halftime. Trailing 27 to 10. Fancher working with an empty backfield. Lefty two steps back. Throws over here to the near side. Rasheen Ali will make the catch and he will get run out of bounds by Ty G. Leach and Gavin Pringle. Well, Fancher got that pass off as, as Henry Bryant was trying to fight his way through. He had one arm extended, trying to get to him there. He couldn't get to him in time able to get the pass off to Ali. Well, I gave you those numbers across their starting offensive line. Those are some big dudes down there, Sam. Snap, ball at the 38, as movement flags. I think that's going to be a false start against Marshall. You haven't seen the procedure sign. False start, offense. Offensive line, except for the snapper. Replay, second down. Well, I gave you those numbers. Ethan Driscoll, 329. Altreek Barlow, 335. The center, Hollers, 306, 305. The right guard, Logan Osborne. Dalton Tucker, 319 at right tackle. Those are just the starters. Guys behind them. They got one over there. The backup right tackle, 6'7", 305. Got them big up there in Huntington, don't they? There's not a guy under 300 in my two deeps. Here's the snap to Fancher. On second and 14, and it's in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, Caleb Coombs. And that's going to yep. Ronald Cooper there on the de defending. Marshall Bench screaming for a possibly penalty, possible penalty. Not getting it. Third down and 14. Ali lines up in the backfield. Single set in the backfield. He's just to the left of Fancher, working near hash. 54 seconds remaining here, second quarter. Three wide to the left, one here to the near side. Here's the snap, Fancher. Quick pass out in the flat. It's caught. Yards after the catch. And on the run, picking up the first down for Marshall is the wide receiver, Mason Pierce, out of Pearland, Texas. Transfer from McNeese State. They move the chains on a third and 14 conversion opportunity. Marshall. Quickly, first charge out of the half. Coach Charles calls for a timeout. We so had a third down. They heard it third down. You needed a play to stop and keep it away from getting the first down on that play. Panther defenders just couldn't stop it. So the drive continues with 46 seconds. So 46 ticks on the clock to go second quarter. 
Marshall now with the football, driving. They're at the Georgia State 27. Ali, again, single set back just to the right of Fancher. From the 27-yard line, they're going to stick three wide over here to the near side. Mason Pierce to Marcus Harris and Chuck Montgomery. And here's pressure up the middle. Fancher got hit as he released the football, and it sails out of bounds over on the far side of the field. What pressure coming right up the middle there for Georgia State. 29, Tai Chi Leach. Well, they've been wanting to try to get to Fancher. He's been very tough to get to tonight. But they make the hit, he throws that ball, it goes out of bounds. Initially, I didn't know that ball popped in the air to the far left as far as it did. I'm thinking, okay, that ball's up there. That's, that's anybody's football. Here's Fancher now at second down and 10 from the 27, 41 seconds to go. Here's the snap. Little slant right across the middle and Marshall all the way down to the Georgia State 11. Caught there by Montgomery. Redshirt sophomore out of Sefner, Florida. Gets him knocking on the door in the red zone. They're right back up on the line here, Dave. Yep, they put it at the 12. Quick throw. They're going to dump it across intended for Pierce. Overplayed there by Ronald Cooper. And we got a flag thrown. Assessed to 24. Ronald Cooper. Pass interference. Pass interference. Defense number 24. Ball will be placed at the two-yard line. First down. All right, 27 seconds to go. Now they're going to get the ball on the two. Uh-oh. I, I think we know how this is going to go. I think they're going to go with, with Ali. He's out there. They've also got the big tight end, Chris Motillo, out of Fairview, Pennsylvania, if they decide they want to look to the end zone. Demarcus Harris, a wide out over here to the near side. Far side with Jaden Harrison and Mason Pierce. But you're right, look for Ali. Keep an eye, Sam, on 22. Got a whistle here. What? Now the officials are gathering. As they gather, the Marshall offensive unit is headed to the sideline. Yep, and... Nope, uh, they're saying no timeout, guys. Yep. Got to bring it back. So Marshall's offensive unit hustling back to get set. They've got the ball at the Georgia State 2, first and goal with 27 seconds remaining. Keeping an eye on Rasheen Ali, Mason Pierce as well. Snap coming up here on from the two-yard line. They're going to hand it off Rasheen Ali, and he will basically walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Marshall. That's what he does. He finishes drives. Yep. That's his 11th rushing touchdown of the season, second one here tonight. Thundering Hurd getting a good chance to put some points on the board before going to the locker room for halftime. Yep, scores on a two-yard touchdown run, capping a nine-play drive, 75 yards. Scary how quickly, Sam, they got down the field. That's showing a drive of 56 seconds. Man. 
And that's nine plays in 56 seconds. They're going to go for two here. That's what, that's, well, that's what it looked like until the whistles blew. Timeout, Marshall. 30 seconds in wing, second charge of the half. So Coach Charles Huff wants to talk about it. What a background he has. Yep. Graduate of Hampton and former assistant at Alabama. Under Nick Saban. Coming out of the timeout, let's see what they decide to do here. Looks like they're going to go ahead and kick the, the point after. Reese Verhoff is on the field. McConnell, the punter, is the holder. And this would make it a 10-point game again, 27-17, if he could punch it through. Ball is down. The kick is up. Looks good. And we got a 10-point ball game now, Sam. 23 seconds to go here in the second quarter. 27-17. Georgia State leading Marshall. Georgia State still leading, but Marshall getting a chance to, to put six points on here before they go to the locker room for halftime. A lot of yards have rolled up. Like we said earlier, Georgia State got 27 points. Is that enough against this Marshall team? A team that is known for really putting up the points. And we just saw what they did in the last game out. Yep. Is this who, who had the ball last uh, shootout with NC State? 48-41. Wow. it's a lot of points. I don't think 27 is going to be enough. Have to get more. But you have to be pleased with, with what Georgia State has been able to do tonight. There are a couple of drives that set up for field goals. When you come out and score quickly, you play with tempo, the things you want to do to really set the tone early in the game. Your special teams get points on the board for you. That's a bonus that you get in this game. All right, Reese Verhoff after the PAT will now handle the kickoff 35-yard line. It is a booming end-over-end -end kick. Pedaling backwards, Talik Williams watches it fly over his helmet. Ball comes out to the 25 again, 23 seconds to go in a 27-17 ball game. So we'll see what Georgia State decides to do here. With only 23 seconds to play to try to make something happen, or you take the 10-point lead in the locker room. And not risk a turnover. I think uh, depends on what happens on this play. You got one timeout too. Ranger out of the shotgun. Ball at the 25. Keep it on the ground with Marcus Carroll. Bounces to the outside. Gets dropped there by 55 Owen Porter. Yeah, I think that's how the quarter, how this half is going to end. That might be the only, that might be the last play here. We're down to six seconds. Honestly, that is what's going to happen. Georgia State sideline headed to the locker room, and they will take a 27-17 lead over Marshall into the locker room here at the end of the first half. Your thoughts? 
I uh, thought it was a great first half of football. And both teams coming out, playing upbeat, playing with tempo. I think Georgia State came out and executed very well to start the game. But once the both defensive units put their stamp on this game, it gets slowed down a bit, got into more of a slugfest. Georgia State still with the lead here. They're going to need more at halftime and cut down on some penalties. It's something else this team has. They've taken good care of the football, but the penalties are something I'm sure Coach Elliott's not going to be pleased with. Yep, penalties at last check, they had six of them for 55 yards. No, probably they had 10 more. Probably the only number, oh, seven now for 65. The only number that I'm sure that he's not happy about. He's got a 10 point lead as we head into the locker room here at halftime. Stay with us, our Panther Halftime Show special guest, former Georgia, well, Georgia State football alum, is going to join us. Bobby Baker, among the many Panther football alumni back in the stadium tonight. He's going to don the headset here in just a moment. On the other side of this timeout, our Panther Halftime Show from Atlanta, 27-17, Georgia State leading Marshall back in two minutes on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina 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 Associate Vice President Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Hi, Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. Mary, did you know Longstreet Cafe supports great programs like FCA? Northeast Georgia FCA is working to see the world transformed by Jesus Christ through the influence of coaches and athletes. And they do a great job of making their mission work through the E3 strategy of making disciples who make disciples. I remember that from my days in school. Yeah, FCA has been around a while. Hey now, find out more at ghcfca.org. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for North Georgia sports. Now have time with Dave Cohen. All right, Jeff, thank you very much. Back here on a great night at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. So far, Sean Elliott, Georgia State in the locker room with a 27-17 lead over the visiting thundering herd of Marshall. Homecoming has uh, brought us a little bit longer 
halftime show here. It's extended by about five minutes, so that gives us the opportunity to talk to our special guest. He's going to join us here in just a second. Right now, stations on our radio network, top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. From Atlanta tonight, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. Here in the radio booth at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. It's football alumni weekend as well as homecoming. It's great to have so many former Georgia State football players make the return trip. Of course, week in and week out, the ones that live here in Atlanta, we get to see them a lot anyway. I don't believe that this gentleman still lives in Atlanta. As a matter of fact, he's all the way over on the other coast, and he's one of the greats from the Georgia State football Georgia Dome days, and that's Bobby Baker. It's great to see you. Great to see you too, Dave. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back. You didn't play in Center Park Credit Union Stadium. The Bobby Baker career was played at the Georgia Dome. What exactly. Do you think, what do you think of this? Yeah, this is this is amazing, man. I really wish we were we had the opportunity to experience this, but I know the guys that are out there now. I'm sure they really appreciate it. At least at least the ones that know where we've come from. Uh, I mean, this this is amazing. Seeing the 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 fans, the crowd. I mean, just the the true football experience. It's amazing. All right, be honest. During your trip back to Atlanta this weekend, have you gone by 188 MLK just to reminisce the many days you spent in that building <laughs> and on that practice field, which is now the home of Georgia State soccer? Yeah, it's crazy. I was actually just telling somebody on the way here, I was like, we used to spend most of our lives in that facility and in that building. And when last time I was here, we didn't even have all of this stuff, these buildings that are out here, these restaurants, publics. Everything here was totally different. I think there was one restaurant right here across the street. Is this your first time back? This isn't your first time back. Since... Um, first time back since a lot of this stuff is built. But I think I came to one other game when probably the first season when we had the, the stadium. Who were some of the guys that you saw down here that you had not seen in a while? Because Coach Elliott was telling us in the Panther pregame show one of the cool things he does, whether you played for him or not, I don't mean just you, but any former player, you guys all ran out on the field with the team tonight. How cool was that? Yeah, it was amazing to see. I mean, you know, just kind of bringing it back to back when we were playing, running out of that stadium and, you know, coming with the team. It's it's an amazing opportunity, and I'm sure all of the other guys that were there and able to experience it, they really appreciate that, that alumni support, right? And I know the guys that are playing now, they see some of us, and they're probably like, man, that, that's me in a couple years. You guys are old-timers to these young bucks out here right now, right? <laughs> literally, literally. And, it, and the program's only 14 years old. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy to even think that it's only that, that old. Um, I mean, you start to see a lot of these things come together, and you start to realize, like, I actually met some guys on, on the field that I had never met, guys that were with the first team. And they're like, yeah, we're, you know, we're the, the, the triple OGs. You know, they've been here <laughs> for some time. How does it feel to be, again, you weren't on that first team, but you were here, again, in the Georgia Dome days to know that you're part of the group that laid the foundation. And to be honest, as I said, I'm not, I mean, everything that here, everything that's here is great, but in all honesty, these guys are laying the foundation as well. That foundation is only 13 years and six game, or five games and a half old. Absolutely. I think it's, it's truly bittersweet for a lot of us that have been there and 
You know, we wish we could have played in something like this and experienced something like this. But at the same time, we're happy that we're now getting that opportunity. You know, I think when you have this type of environment, you start to get real recognition nationwide and people start to notice like this is a real program. And so I think I think the guys that are on the field, I know that they're you know, they appreciate being able to have a lot of these opportunities and a lot of us older guys being able to see these guys go back out onto the field and represent. It's amazing. Talking to former Panther football great Bobby Baker and remind me, did you wear number two? Correct. See, because I have a picture that I cut out of the Atlanta Journal and Constitution, and it's still on the billboard or the uh, bulletin board in my office. It's there right now if we were to walk down there to the Alumni Center. And it's from the paper the day after the game. You had, you had an incredible game where how many takeaways, how many turnovers were you a part of in that game? So we had five turnovers that game. Yeah, two interceptions, three fumble recoveries. And you were involved in like all of it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, those are all those are all mine. Yeah, I, um, Alonzo McGee, some of the other guys out on the team were able to force some fumbles, but I collected three fumbles and two two interceptions myself. First game back from a torn ACL, transferring from UAB. You know, it was like it was it was huge for me. It was a huge game, and and I know a lot of our team really really had had some fun that game. What a crazy time that was. For you and the other five guys that came to Georgia State from the University of Alabama, Birmingham, when they make that crazy decision to discontinue football, uh, of course it's back now, and they're they're at least I don't know about this year, but they've been pretty good. But you guys come in, you guys were kind of like the UAB six, <laughs> you know, kind of awkward to come into a locker room like that under those circumstances. But For you sure. guys, but you guys fit in really well. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that was one of the amazing things was. We, were, we had the opportunity to make that transition with some of the guys we knew and were comfortable with, so it made that transition a lot easier. But at the same time, every guy in the locker room, staff, coaches, players, they welcomed us in because they knew that we were there for the same thing. So it was just amazing to be able to have that welcoming experience. And, you know, I, I, came, I came from Los Angeles over to the south here in Atlanta, and, you know, they welcomed me home with, you know, all the hospitality that you would, you would hope for. And so you still live in Los Angeles, correct? correct? Tell Panther fans what you've done since you graduated from Georgia State. Yeah, so shortly after, I ended up joining a few different uh, agency, marketing agencies, corporations, and um, shortly after, started my own marketing agency where we're really focused on optimizing brands, growing them online, leveraging social media and some of those different tools, and then now kind of going towards the private equity world where we're looking to start to invest in more brands and be able to have a little bit of equity in the brands we're working with. Quite a journey, isn't it? Like you said, you come from L.A. and you're going to Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> and little did you know when you left L.A., you're going to end up in Atlanta, Georgia, and your whole life is going to change. Literally. I was telling somebody the story earlier. The reason I'm here is Nick Arbuckle, right? <laughs> we all know Nick Arbuckle. Sure. And me and Nick Arbuckle actually went to junior college in California together. Pierce. Pierce College. Correct. And so he called me a day after they shut down the football program at UAB, and he's like, hey, man, we need, we need some guys. Collect a few guys and bring them over. Let's do, let's do a visit. Let's set it up. And literally from that day forward, I felt really good knowing that there was an opportunity here for me. And, and for, for most of us who didn't, didn't get a chance to get cherry-picked from that, from that group, um, so it was it was an amazing opportunity. You know, I took my hat off to the coaches that made that possible, Nick Arbuckle and the rest of the team for the support. I didn't know Nick was that 
in uh, intrinsically involved in you guys coming over. That's a cool story. Literally, literally. If it wasn't for Nick, who knows? Who knows where we would have went? I mean, he 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 made it kind of a no-brainer um, because again, just that comfort with him. Every other opportunity was kind of from scratch. Here we are with the team and a, and a set of coaches that really, really value us as players and people and. It, it made it it made it an easy decision honestly and you're coming into a brand well almost an almost brand new program literally literally with you know so there's some challenges with with the new program but sure. ultimately you have the ability to be a part of that sort of early you know foundation that you mentioned earlier so yeah it's been it's been interesting for sure definitely different well it's great having you back here as well as all the other uh former panthers that that are in the stadium tonight you real quick do you see anybody who'd you see oh yeah who'd you see first that you were excited to see oh man um tars batiste remy lazarus penny hart you know a lot of i mean I, the list goes on and on i've seen so many guys i'd be doing a disservice if i tried to call them all out now but everybody that was here is just you know it's it's, it's family you know what i mean you come back here you see people that you were on the field early 4 a.m in the snow I don't know if a lot of people remember it snows out here sometimes, but I, I witnessed that. And, and at 4 a.m., there's no sunlight. You right? don't see that in L.A. <laughs> you don't see that in L.A. at all. <laughs> well, it's great having you back. I appreciate you coming up and spending uh, some time with me on the radio. And uh, as Coach Elliott told me in the pregame, whether you played for Coach Elliott or not, you're always part of the Georgia State football program. And uh, it's great having you here. It's great seeing you. I hadn't seen you in a uh, number of years. Likewise. Appreciate you guys having me. Love being here. Love being able to just kind of see see what uh, what we started to build here and uh, go Panthers. All right. As I said, I see you every day because that picture cut out of the HAC <laughs> is on the bulletin board right in front of my desk. So uh, it's great seeing you in person and best of luck. Likewise. Thanks, Dave. All right. I want to thank Bobby Baker, former Panther great, uh, joining us here at halftime on homecoming weekend here in Atlanta. Georgia State in the locker room with a 27-17 lead over visiting Marshall here in the annual homecoming game. We'll come back. We'll uh, look at the stat sheet, run down some highlights, some audio highlights uh, from some of the big plays in the first half, and we'll do that following this two-minute timeout from Atlanta. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family-owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. <laughs> Station for North Georgia Sports. We've got more of your halftime show coming up next on 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. Stop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. 
What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Here from Center Park Credit Union Stadium, Dave Cohen along with Sam Crenshaw, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Halftime here, Georgia State up 27-17. You know, healing and protecting your heart is not a one-person job. It takes a team. And at Northside Hospital's Heart Institute, 75 physicians have come together. Now at over 50 locations across the state of Georgia, Northside Hospital's Heart Institute, excellence at heart. Sam, we look at the stats from this first half. Again, 27-17. We don't know that 27 will be enough. First downs identical. 12 for Georgia State, 12 for Marshall. Running the football, Marshall 21 carries, 145 yards. Georgia State ran it 18 times for 120. Passing yards tonight, 106 on 10 of 17 from Fancher. 194 for Darren Granger on 14 of 20. Again, total offensive plays. Marshall ran 38 in the first half, totaling 251 total yards. Georgia State, 38 plays, 314. Again, the one number that uh, I'm sure Coach Elliott was uh, not crazy about, the uh, number of penalties, uh, 75 yards. What was it, 75 uh, yards worth? 75 yards worth of penalties. Seven penalties for 65 yards. Marshall, 44 penalties for 27 yards. But, Dave, these numbers, a lot of them match up uh, so evenly uh, coming into this game. You know, talk about how these teams really matched up so well. And we're seeing it executed both with 12 first downs. Both have executed 38 plays. Um, So we we look at a lot of similarities with this team. You look at time of possession, though, and look at Georgia State with an advantage there, uh, 18 and a half minutes to 11 and a half uh, for Marshall. So some of the stats that you look at and, and see uh, tackles for loss, both with a couple. Uh, both teams have a, have a couple of them. You, you look at what uh, Carroll has been able to do. Marcus Carroll, 11 carries for 62 yards. Uh, his long one was 17. Of course, Rasheen Ali, uh, 12 carries for 87 yards. And as long as that big 53-yarder uh, in the first quarter of this game that really got them in the scoring position. So receivers, Talik Williams, yep, five receptions 122 yards with that big touchdown that we saw the ball come out right at the goal line we watched it and still got the touchdown because you wrote it down dave you wrote it down and that's why they get the touchdown tonight we're going to give you an assist for that one uh lewis with four uh receptions for 36 yards as long as 16 carter we talked about how he has been active tonight four receptions tonight for 28 yards it is big uh for georgia state tonight so 
that, that those are all good things. 194 yards, but you really want to see, I think, in the second half, do more with your ground attack. All right, quickly on the defensive side, Georgia State led by John Trey Hunter with six tackles, Gavin Pringle with five, J.J. Roberts with eight, Ja'Korian Anderson with five uh, to lead the way in the tackles column for Marshall. We don't have time for a lot of audio highlights, but we'll give you the first one if Jeff is ready. Georgia State came out. They won the coin toss. They wanted to get that offense on the field first. They put a six-play drive together, 75 yards and 157 on play number six. Ball at the 24-yard line. Granger decides to keep the football and run it himself on this play. Ball at the 24, near hash. Let's run it now with Carroll. Mark, that's a keeper. Granger at the 20, at the 15, at the five. Touchdown, Georgia State. Darren Granger faked the handoff to Marcus Carroll, cut to his right, in behind the right tackle and the right guard, and just sprinted into the end zone. Georgia State, an impressive first drive, scores on the touchdown run by Granger. After Rasheen Ali tied the game, a 53-yard run, and then he scores on a two-yard touchdown run, capping a six-play drive. Jeff, the only other highlight we'll have time for. Big play on special teams. This block punt recovered for the touchdown. Gonna have to hurry, and it was blocked! Picked up, and a touchdown for Georgia State! A block punt and a touchdown for the Georgia State Panthers. Isaiah Guy, the redshirt freshman from Ocala, Florida. Fantastic play. That was a fantastic play, and that put Georgia State up 14-7. Which is the way the first half, well, the first quarter would come to a close. The Panthers look pretty energized, Sam, on that sideline right now. They've got a 27-17 lead as we are just about set to start play here in the third quarter. Got some energy on that sideline, bouncing up and down as they come out to start the second half. They did a lot of good things in the first half. They know some things they have to do now, continue to take care of the football, but also cut down on those penalties in the second half of this game against Marshall. All right, so Georgia State will kick it away here to start the third quarter. You can follow our broadcast here on Twitter, at GA State Voice. For the latest on Georgia State football, men's basketball, Georgia State baseball, on Twitter again, or X as they call it now, at GA State Voice. Isaac Kone will kick it away. That is a booming end-over-end kick. And letting it sail over his helmet into the end zone is Jaden Harrison. Ball will come out to the 25. This, like the first series in the first quarter, is big for the Georgia State defense to come out and set the tone early. It is. It truly is because you saw what happened with Marshall. They were able to get some points on the board just before the half. You didn't want them to do that. They did. They come back out. They get the football to start the second half. And so you're right. They want to come out and show that they're going to be able to move in the second half. Georgia State defense has to come out and show it's not going to happen. Rasheen Ali in the backfield. One set back here for the thundering herd. He's just to the right of Fancher. Fancher from the 25. They fake the handoff. He's going to look to throw it. Dumps it off to Ali. Ali got hit. Bounced off the Gavin, uh, the shoulder pads of Gavin Pringle. And by that time, a lot of help came over, including Shamar McCollum, the Wake Forest transfer to bring him to the ground. That's going to be a pickup though of six. Second down and four. 
Handed off, Rashin Ali again. He's so quick getting to the outside. This time he's going to get dragged backwards, and it's going to be a loss of yards on that play. 48, Justin Abraham. Hadn't called his name tonight. He goes over and makes a big stop. So that'll back him up here a little bit. Third down and five coming up from the 30-yard line. With Ali, when you make that first hit, you got to hold on for dear life because he is fast, got a really, really quick first step. Fancher going with an empty backfield, three wide here to the near side, five wide total, and he's chased out of the pocket. Going to roll out to the far side, lefty throws on the run. It's incomplete. Intended receiver was Caleb Coombs, and that'll bring up fourth down and five now from the 30 with 13.57 to go. And man, Francher took a hit after he released that ball. I think this was a big shot right there, I think, from Shamar McCollum. Boy, I tell you what, the duel of Kevin Swint and Shamar McCollum something else, isn't it? They bring the heat. Got a whistle here. Previous play is under video review for possible targeting. Yeah, that, that was a really that was a really tough shot that he took. Oh I'm yeah, that was. I'm surprised the flag didn't come out, but I don't know if it's targeting or not. But well, you know, and that took place on towards the far side of the field, right in front of the Marshall sideline. Yep, right in front of Coach Huff. It was quick. It was quick. When you compare the two plays, that has a better chance of being called targeting than the play earlier when Fancher uh, slid underneath Ronald Cooper's legs. He looked like he hit him with the crown of the helmet, which yeah. was going to see him. Um, they are reviewing it right now. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he got him in the chest, not the, not the helmet or head area. No, no. It was not a helmet to helmet hit. So the referee, Jeremy Parker, now set up with the headset down there at the 15-yard line in communication with the video replay folks as they try to figure this one out. Yeah, but okay, so he got him in the left shoulder pad. I don't know that that would be considered targeting. I mean, like I said, it was a nasty-looking hit. But there was no helmet-to-helmet -helmet contact. No, no, not, not at all. Of course, we sit, you know, you and I sit up here and talk about this like there's nothing to it. If that happened to me... Oh, yeah. Well, not, well, not just the hit. I mean, it's football. You, you, you're going to get hit. But yeah. the idea is, you know, we, we do have this targeting rule that results in a penalty and possibly an ejection from the game. So um, you want to make sure that that is not the case. It shouldn't be on this play. If that happened to me, they'd be picking my shoulder and right arm up off the field and trying to reconnect it to the rest of my body. Everything, everything is falling <laughs> apart. Oh, but, but that's the thing. And also because of the motion that he was in, he was he was you know throwing the ball at the time he got hit. So definitely not in a a place where he can protect himself at all. Maybe that factored into the appeal to see if targeting is there. Yep. They're taking the time with this appeal. All right, here we go. 
After video review, targeting number 17, defense. 15 yards added to the end of the run. Number 17 is disqualified. And that's what you didn't want. Yeah, so call it a night for Shamar McCollum. 15 yards on the penalty, obviously, as you heard from referee Parker. You don't want to lose a player like that, you know, this early in the second half of the well, at any time during the game, really. Right. Uh, but now you're going without him on the field. You know what he means. You still want to bring pressure on that quarterback. You can't let up on Fancher. He's shown you. The 15 still... yards was the previous spot, first down. So the ball now at the 40, just inside the 45-yard line, first and 10 for the Thundering Herd. And it now becomes a little bit more of the Kevin Swint show, the Clemson transfer. Here's the snap to Fancher. They fake the handoff, dumps it off over to Caleb Coombs. He can't get anywhere. Georgia State on him with Jeremiah Johnson and John Trey Hunter, ASAP. And that's going to drop him back close to the 40, to the 42-yard line. That's a loss of three, and it's second and 13 now at the 42. Working left hash now for Fancher. Georgia State leading it 27-17. Still early here in the third quarter as the clock begins to run. 10 on the play clock here for Marshall. Stick a couple of wideouts to his right. One over here to the left. Here's the snap. And it looks like they want to keep it on the ground with Ali. And Ali's going to cut to the outside. 45. And he'll get dropped at about the 48-yard line. Boy, John Trey Hunter had a shot at him behind the line. He didn't get him, plus his hel helmet comes off, so Hunter's going to come, come out the game for a play. Got an injured Panther on the far side as well. Let me get behind the binoculars here. That looks like it's, is that Ronald Cooper? It looks like the 24, yep. Yep. All right, so the injury timeout called by the officials will be turned into a media timeout. And we'll take it with them with 13.05 to go here in uh, quarter number three in Atlanta. 27-17, Georgia State leading Marshall in this Sunbelt showdown. We're back in 60 seconds here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. 97.5 Glory FM. Dave Cohen, Sam Crenshaw back here at Center Park Stadium in Atlanta. Great night for football. Georgia State up 27-17. Tonight's game on the radio network presented by Center Park Credit Union. Proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics, Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Also the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The alumni office offers a wide variety of programs to keep you in touch, 
informed and involved online at alumni.gsu.edu. And Lou Sabkia, exit 14 on Georgia 400. We thank them for their support of Georgia State University football. Marshall will have it third and seven from the 48-yard line. Again, still early here, Sam, in quarter number three. Then it's a third down play, and it's big for the Georgia State defense to come up here and see if they can get a stop for all the things that have gone wrong uh, during this possession against Marshall. They have the targeting call. They have the player ejected, Jamar McCollum. Still, they can come up here and get a stop, stop this drive, take over. So McCollum is done for the night, as you heard just a moment ago. And here comes the Georgia State defensive unit. Fancher back out on the field. Looks like the running back, Ethan Payne, is on the field as well now, lined up just to the right of Cam Fancher. Fancher 6-1, redshirt sophomore, Huber Heights, Ohio. Came into the game tonight, 66% completion rate. Six passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Again, that's prior to tonight's ball game. And the official signal, clock to start, here we go. Right at 13 minutes to go. And they're working right hash, here's the snap on the way to Fancher, though he will automalize at the line momentarily. Ethan Payne to his left, here's the snap. Well, I thought the snap was coming. The play clock at 18 seconds. There's the clap. There's the snap. Fancher now looking. Throws over here to the near side. The ball is caught on the reception for the thundering herd. Daryl Simmons, the grad student out of Philadelphia. He gets run out of bounds ASAP, but they're going to pick up a first down. Isaiah guys it for the stop, but there was enough for the first down. The chains move. The drive continues. Couldn't get that third down stop. Quick snap, empty backfield. Fancher, plenty of time, going to throw. He's got a man. It's Caleb Coombs. He throws underneath on a crossing route. That's going to be good for three yards, second and seven from the 42. That pass to Simmons, by the way, was good for six yards. Here's the snap. Fancher, right hash. And they're going to hand it to Ethan Payne. Not a whole lot going there. Either got back right to the line of scrimmage or lost a yard on the play. Nonetheless, it'll bring up third down. They're going to call it third down and seven here for the Thundering Herd. Linebacker core being very busy right now. Justin Abraham on that one. On the previous play, Josiah Robinson very active on the stop. And now we got a whistle. Officials timeout. Regarding what? I'm not sure. Apparently something over there on the Marshall sideline involving 65, the right guard, Logan Osborne. Seems to be the one guy walking back. Now there's a huge crowd of Marshall folks around him, and one of the officials has come over to explain something to head coach Sean Elliott as well, but I'm, I'm like everybody else. I'm not sure what is the issue. See, Sam, that's where we miss having you on the sideline in a game like this. Well, you go out there and see if you can figure out what it is. But then they don't say anything. Osborne is over on the sideline. He's come out of the ballgame. 
The backup right guard is Jalen Slappy, redshirt freshman out of Columbus, Ohio. Fancher now third down and seven from the 42. A little bit of pressure, going to dump it off, and he get hit right away. Guy that caught the football caught a piece of the Georgia State defender as well. And that was caught by Daryl Simmons. And that's going to bring up fourth down and eight. They lost a yard on the play, and the punting unit will come on now for Marshall. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Oh, you're exactly right. The but, offense is still on the field. But will they call the players, see if they can get the Panthers to jump? Yeah. This Fancher keeps looking over to the sideline. Fourth down and eight, ball at the 43. He'll come up right in behind the center right now and audibleize something. And it looks like they may go. They're going to go for it on fourth and eight. And pressure now. Fancher going to roll out flags all over the place. And Fancher going to throw the football. And it is complete to Coombs at the 44, which would be just shy of the first down marker. But what are the flags all about? Georgia State sideline celebrating here. Holding against Marshall. And with that being fourth down, ball goes over to the Panthers. And the Panthers will take it. I'm surprised at this stage of the game that they would go for it on that fourth down, Dave. Yeah, me too. I figured for sure they were going to see if they could get the Panthers to jump offside. So Georgia State will take over at their own 36-yard line. First and 10 coming up, left to right across your radio dial here for the Panthers in the third quarter. Ranger gonna go with an empty backfield. Three wide to the near side, two to his left. Oh, now Carroll's gonna shift back into the backfield to his right. Snap to Darren. And it's gonna be a keeper. Granger up across the 40, and they're gonna wrestle him down at the 42. You know, it's one thing I talked to, to Darren about, not only in our practice reports, but in our Panther Insider podcast, just how he really bulked up this year by about 15 to 20 pounds with Mike Siriano, the new strength and conditioning coach, and the effect that it's had on his game so far. You saw it right there. Yep. Ranger. Yeah, he got some movement. Yep. He drew the, looks like the left guard offsides if it stays. And everybody at the Georgia State sidelines pointing in the direction of Marshall as if they jumped first. The guy that jumped first was the D lineman, Tyquez Legs. And that is the ruling. Good job there by Granger to draw them off sides. Where are they going to mark it here? First down. Yep. Five yards, ball at the 47. Inside of 10 to go, third quarter. Granger looks over to the Panthers sideline as they signal in the play. Marcus Carroll lines up just to his right. First and 10, 47-yard line. Snap to Darren. They're going to hand it off Marcus Carroll. Trying to run it in between the tackles. That's going to be tough. A lot of pushing and shoving going on. Yeah, Tyquan's legs, five is there make that stop. He's transferred from Austin P. That big dude, number 99, Isaiah Gibson, 6'4", 312 out of Springfield, Ohio. Another former SEC player out of Kentucky. Big pushing and shoving going on there. Granger 
Uh, quick pass. Caught Kadarius Thompson. And he holds on right in the middle of three Marshall defenders. What a great pass by Granger to zip that ball in there. Kadarius holds on. Finally dragged down. It's a first down for Georgia State. And they'll place it at the Marshall 43. Granger going to take the snap. He's going to go ahead and tuck it and run. He's going to get his legs wrapped up and drag down just shy of the Marshall 40-yard line. So it'll bring up second down and eight. They'll give Darren two on the carry. Eight and a half to go here in the third quarter. 27-17, Georgia State leading Marshall. Second meeting all time between the Panthers and the Thundering Herd. Empty backfield, five wide, three in a bunch formation over here on the near side. Granger's going to keep it, and he's going to get his legs taken away right away by number two, and that's Elijah Alston, the D lineman. Alston wasn't fooled at all. No. Stayed home right where he was and made the stop on Granger. Brings up third down here, Dave. Panthers right at four of eight on third down opportunities tonight. Ball at the 41. They've got to get to the 33 to get to the first down marker. Ranger right in the middle of the field. Here's the snap. Darren going to step up. Got time, and he's going to get dragged down. Oh, yeah. Got absolutely swallowed up on the play. First guy in there was 99. I was just talking about Isaiah Gibson. He got him and dragged him down. And a punting unit will come on now for Georgia State with... 720 on a turning clock. Nice contingent of Marshall fans, Sam, made the trip down as we look across the stadium. A lot of green over there. A lot of green there and some down in the end zone as well. They hear the support program and, and with good reason. They've been a, a great program for, for many, many years. You're either in green or you're in blue tonight here at the stadium or like me, wearing white. Short end over end kick. A fair catch signaled for and called by Talik Keaton. Marshall will have it inside their own 20 with just inside of seven to go. And that's going to lead us into immediate timeout. 6.54 to play third quarter. Georgia State 27, Marshall 17. Sunbelt football tonight from Atlanta. We're back in 60 seconds here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Georgia State leading Marshall here in the third quarter. Georgia State football on the radio network brought to you in part tonight by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. 
Well, the Panthers held the ball for a while there. They ran some clock, burned some clock, but weren't able to sustain the drive and get in scoring position. Sunbelt Conference College football scoreboard. Two finals in earlier today. James Madison beat Georgia Southern up in Harrisonburg, 41-13. Troy, a win on the road at Army, 19-0. Underway tonight, Louisiana Monroe. And the Bobcats of Texas State. See if we got a score on that one. And right now, that is a... Rick's going to go ahead and recalibrate that now. What is the score on that one? It looks like it's 13. Uh, Louisiana Monroe's up 13 to 9. And that is in the fourth quarter, about 12 minutes to go. Yeah. Where's the athletic director at the University of Louisiana at Monroe? Good friend of the radio network. Used to work on the radio network with me back in the early days in basketball, John Hartwell. Yep. That's about the only reason now I look forward to going to Monroe. Always great hospitality down there. It is, it is. Should have won that game against Monroe last year here. If I could just throw that in, Sam. <laughs> All right, so Marshall takes over at their own 17-yard line. First down coming up, 6.54 to go here in quarter number three. And here we go. A couple of wideouts to the far right, one here to the near side. And it looks like Ali in the backfield. They're going to hand him the football. He's going to get swallowed up and dropped ASAP. Taichi Leach. Keep an eye on 29. Boy, he read that beautifully. He has really asserted himself on this Georgia State defense. Coming over from Lehigh. Loss of a yard. Second down at 11 with six and a half to go in the quarter. They're going to shift Pierce in motion. Fancher fakes the handoff. Lefty going to fire, and he's got a man right in the middle of the zone. The ball is caught, and Daryl Simmons makes the catch. That's a Marshall first down. Boy, just found a spot right there. Simmons could duck in and get that catch. Nice route. Ball delivered well by Fancher. Up to the 35. First down here for the Thundering Herd. Plenty of time on the play clock for Fancher. Inside of six on the game clock, 27-17 Georgia State. Panthers have led from the get-go, other than when the game was tied at seven. Here's the snap to Fancher. Two steps back, lefty will fire, got a man. It's caught for the first down if he held on. I believe that he did. And it's caught there by Demarcus Harris, the wide receiver, transfer from Kentucky out of Vero Beach, Florida. They move, they move the sticks again. Harris the catch, Taiji Leach there on the defense. But it's enough for the first down. So first down, they're gonna spot the ball at the 45 yard line. Pierce again goes in motion. Two wide near side, nobody to the far side here for Fancher. And they fake the handoff to Ali. Fancher in traffic. Escapes a couple of blue jerseys. Didn't escape that one. And he was run down there by Anthony Bloom, transfer from Norfolk State for Georgia State. He still managed to pick up a few yards. It's now second and seven, so 
scampered for three, and it's at the 48 now for the Thundering Herd. Fancher's deceptive. Quick snap, Fancher with the empty backfield, going to throw again, crossing route, ball is caught, held off to by the tight end. Chris Motillo on a fair, Fairview, Pennsylvania. That's another first down. That's back-to-back-to-back first downs on three plays. And he's getting the ball out pretty fast. I mean, Georgia State's trying to bring some pass rush on him. Another quick snap. This is going to be an Ali run, and he's going to get his legs taken away from him. And did the ball he's come loose? Out. Georgia State saying he fumbled a football, and the Panthers recovered, and they and did. They did. Ball fumbled by Rashid Ali, the official. In the middle of the pack signals Georgia State football. Credit Javon Dennis for grabbing that leg and just holding on to him. Wouldn't let him go, and the ball comes out. Trying to see which pass. Yeah, Bloom recovered. Jotre Hunter was right there. And the officials in the middle confirm, and the Panthers come the up with on the field is a fumble recovered by Georgia State. Is Marshall going to go ahead and challenge it? Yeah, I think they're going to take a look at it to yep. see. All right, well, TV timeout with 4.24 to go. And Georgia State again holding on to a 27-17 lead. We'll take the timeout with them back in 60 seconds from Atlanta tonight. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Radio station for Georgia State football, 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium with 4.24 to go here in quarter number three, 27-17, Georgia State leading it. Tonight's broadcast here in the radio network presented by Center Park Credit Union Stadium. As always, a proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics, the Georgia State University Alumni Association, and the Georgia State University Bookstore. David, waiting to see the ruling here. They review what happened. This Marshall team doesn't turn the ball over very much, and this could really be big if this is a turnover. And Rasheen Ali did drop that football. The Panthers believe they got a they got a fumble, they got a recovery, and they have possession. So still under review. No, then there's no review. So there's no review. We just went into immediate timeout. I thought Marshall might challenge it. They did not. And the Panthers are going to have the football first and 10 at the 38. Didn't you think they were going to challenge that I've, going into the timeout? Simply because the official made the announcement to play on the field as rule the fumble. Right. And those, so I thought that that may be a chance that they may be reviewing it, but apparently not. All right. These long 
national television timeouts. 424 now to play here in the third quarter. There's more time for radio. Well, that's true. But our breaks are only 60 seconds. You get more time for radio here, Dave. Come on. We're getting down to the interesting part of the school year. We got the football going on, basketball's coming up. Panthers gonna be getting started soon with basketball. I know that seems to start earlier and earlier every year. You remember the days when college yeah. basketball could not start practicing until October 15th? Yeah. Not anymore. Now they start like June 15th. And you've been to practice a few times. Yeah. Yeah. As have you. Yes. All right, here we go. Coming out of the media timeout. First down, Georgia State. Their own 38-yard line left to right. The offense moving here across your radio dial with a 10-point lead here over Marshall. No scoring yet here in the third quarter by either football team. They have not started the play clock yet. Still at 25. There's the Wilson. There we go. Ranger with Marcus Carroll to his left, two wide to his left, one over here to his right, and he's going to fake the handoff. They're going to make plays similar to the first drive in the first quarter. They're going to send it out on the flat to Jakari Carter. Yards after the catch will pick up about three, second and seven now. They'll spot it at the 41. That's Carter's fifth reception of the game. He's now got 21 catches on the year. He's having a good game tonight. They're going to run it with Marcus Carroll right up the middle. Got room. 45. Cross the 50 into Marshall territory. Close to the Marshall 45-yard line. A first down run there by Marcus Carroll. And Georgia State's got a first down. And there comes the tempo. They're right back up on the line. Just like the first possession of the game. 13 yards on the run there. They're going to hand it off Marcus again right up the middle in between the tackles. Great job by the Georgia State offensive line. Breaking things apart and creating space for Marcus to cut to the left or cut to the right and pick up more yardage. Another big pickup. That'll be a gain of six. Out pass in the flat. Peter Kikwata. And the minute he catches it, he is swarmed by white jerseys. Kikwata, one of the new faces, a sophomore out of Montgomery Village, Maryland. And he transferred from Old Dominion. That's the first down. They get the spot. Change move. Ball at the 36 with inside of three to go here in the third quarter. First down, Georgia State. Ranger glancing over to the Georgia State sideline. Marcus Carroll to his right. Kikwata, the wide out here near side. Lewis and Carter to the far side here for the Panthers. There's the snap. Handed off again, and that was a little too predictable if you're a Marshall thundering herd D lineman. They just knew what was coming, and they stopped it in its tracks, and it's second down and 10. No gain, no loss on the play. Big play. Sam Burton, zero, coming in from behind and making the stop. Carter going to line up as a wide out over here on the near side. Lewis to the far side. Here's the snap on second down and 10. 36-yard line. Fake the handoff. Slant across the middle in and out of the hands of Robert Lewis. Wow. He would love to have that one back. Boy, you dial that one up. You have the guy you want to get the football. 
slant thrust the middle. He just can't hang on it. I mean, he's looking to see what he's got in front of him. He takes his eye off of it just at, at that instant. The incompletion brings up third down here, Dave. Yep, third down, but 10 to go. Nothing going on first or second down. Ball still at the 36. Georgia State right at five out of 10 on third down opportunities. This is a big one right here to get to. Uh, you, got, you need 10 yards. They're going to run it with Marcus Carroll. He slices and dices, but he ain't getting 10 yards on the run. Maybe five. And that's going to bring up fourth down now for Georgia State. Just inside of two minutes to go. Let's see what they opt to do here. Looks like they're going to go for it here. You're in that territory. Well, they're going to need six yards. And they're going to need to get to the 26-yard line. Granger going to go with an empty backfield. Three to his left, two wideouts here to the near side. Marcus Carroll, Peter Kikwata. And let's see what the Panthers decide to do. Snap on the way to Granger here on fourth down. Pass on the far sideline. Caught. Uh, but I don't believe enough for a first down. Caught by Peter Kikwata. It's going to be short. Yep, Marshall will take over at the 32. Nope, it'll be just inside the 30 at the 29-yard line. So we've seen both teams go for it on fourth down here in the third quarter. 120 to go here in the third. Still a 27-17 football game. Wide out here to the near side is Jaden Harrison. Lining up right here along the Georgia State sideline. Marshall takes over, first down their own 29-yard line. Rasheen Ali shifts to the left of Cam Fancher, takes the snap. Fancher, two steps back, under pressure, he goes down. Big sack there for Georgia State by Javon Dennis, number eight. Dennis simply would not be denied on that play. Fought through the block and did the thing they hadn't done a lot of, wrap those legs up. So Francis can't get away. A loss of five, second and 15, sack number 11 for Georgia State on the season. Fancher throws on the run. Harrison is gonna catch the football and turn and get dropped at the 35 yard line. That'll be a gain of 11 but needed to get to the 39 to get to the first down marker. Third down here. Well, they're three of nine on third down opportunities. The big tight end, Matillo, gonna shift to the right. Working left hash. Fancher, 10 on the uh, play clock. Rasheen Ali lines up behind him. Harrison, the wide out here to the near side. They only got one wide out. Going forward here on third and four. Here's the snap. Fancher looking. Got plenty of time. Going to roll out down the far sideline. Ali holds on, and he's going to score a touchdown. The ball was thrown into traffic. Bodies colliding. Ali holds on to the football. He's the only one, Sam, left standing. And he just glides down the sideline. No one could stay with him. No one was even close. Marshall makes it a 27-23 ball game. How did he stay on his feet? How in the world did he do that? He just threw the ball out there, and he was sandwiched between two defenders. He makes the catch, spins around, and there's nobody there but the grass. 
Second touchdown of the night for Rasheen Ali. On to attempt the PAT is Reese Verhoff. Ball is down, the kick is on its way. And it is good. 27-24. Our scores, the third quarter is in the books here in Atlanta. Third quarter, it went to all zeros right as he kicked the point after attempt. Georgia State gonna take a three-point lead into the fourth quarter here in Atlanta. Again, leading Marshall 27-24. End of the quarter, two-minute timeout. We're back with fourth quarter action from Center Park Stadium after this timeout here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Healing and Lusop Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. All right, fourth quarter just about to get underway here at Center Park Stadium. Lights are off as they light it blue. Better not light it blue too, too early. We got a football game here after the Rasheen Ali. We went from a high to a low that we had the sack uh, by Dennis. I mean, uh, yeah, on Cam Fancher. And then on the final play of the third quarter, Rasheen Ali ends up a 64-yard receiving touchdown and a pass play. And with the PAT, it's a field goal difference here, yep. Sam, 27-24. Three-point ball game, and you know you, 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 you saw some things in that third quarter that you hadn't seen and that you saw a turnover from Marshall. You know, and, and Ali, I guess he says it was a bit of, bit of redemption because he turned the ball over the, on the fumble. He comes back and makes an amazing grab and scores his touchdown uh, for Marshall, and they're within three points. We got 15 minutes of football left here, Dave. 
Well, and I have a feeling it's going to be an interesting 15 minutes to say the least here. We said that 27 wouldn't be enough. Georgia State did not score Since a point in message. the third quarter. Dave Cohen. So third quarter is in the books. And a fourth quarter just about to get underway. I still want to know how Ali maintained his footing and stayed upright and came out of the pack and was able to run that for the touchdown. Verhoff will kick it off. It's a booming kick over to Lee Williams' helmet. Lands on the A in Panthers in the end zone to our right. That's where Georgia State will start offensively at their own 25-yard line. They're going to need to make something happen here going to be an interesting final 15 minutes of this one. So here's Granger and Marcus Carroll. Check the wideouts over here. Talik Williams here to the near side. Robert Lewis far side for the Panthers. A little bit more close proximity. Here's the snap on first down. Darren going to roll out. He's going to throw on the run and throws behind Marcus Carroll. Second down coming up for the Panthers. At that point, I almost wish da Darren Salmon held the football and run towards the sideline. Right, right. He probably would have come away with three, maybe four yards if he had just held it and run. Here's the snap coming up on second down. Kadarius Thompson goes in motion. They fake the toss. Granger is going to get absolutely crunched running to the near sideline. Big, big, big stop there by the D lineman, Elijah Alston. Austin, Austin read that play like a book. Oh, third and 13, a loss of three on the play. Not fooled at all. The right place to make the stop. And now it's a long third down play coming up here for Georgia State. Third down, 13 yards to go early here in the fourth quarter. Got to get all the way to the 35 from the 22 to keep the offense on the field. Granger under pressure, going to roll out. Going to throw to the far sideline. Got a man, but well, well shy of the first down marker. Completes it to, 30, uh, to uh, 85. Amon Green, your tight end. And the punting unit will come on now for Georgia State. Not what we were looking for to start the fourth quarter. Not, no, not getting the possession, especially after Marshall scores and your lead has been reduced to just three points. First time we call Ahmad Green's name tonight. Tight end making, making the catch, but way short. Talik Keaton, a correction. That looks like Maurice Pierce. Well, Mason Pierce waiting for the punt, and that's going to be a penalty against Marshall, roughing the kicker. The punt will land on the turf inside the 35. I tell you what, Loggins got crunched and drilled after the ball came off his foot. And that's going to bring the offense right back on the field. They were going for the block, and he got rid of it just in time. And the flag did come out. Personal foul, roughing the kicker. Defense, 15 yards, automatic, first down. Boy, you know, if there's a penalty that absolutely would turn coaches gray, that's one of them right there. Really is, really is an opportunity. But, that, but here's the thing. If you're able to go by and you get the block, and you 
pick it up and scoop it for a six. Well, that's, that's big. It, you want to do it. It you is. Know, you gamble on that, and this time you don't come up with the win, and Georgia State's back on the offense, back on the field of the offense. Not only that, throw in the penalty yards, and now you're up across the 40 to the 43. So new life for the Georgia State offense. Right hash, snap to Granger. And let's run the football with Marcus Carroll, he says, and Marcus is going to get swallowed up. Lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage if he didn't lose a yard on the play. Second down and nine. They did give him forward progress and a yard on that carry. Just inside of 13 minutes now on a moving clock here at Center Park Stadium. 27-24, Georgia State holding on to the lead. Panthers have the ball. Snap to Granger here on second and nine. Crossing route, caught Kadarius Thompson right at the 50-yard line. Going to be shy of the first down marker by about three yards. And that'll be a, well, about two yards, they say, by the time they place the football. Third down and two from the 49. So actually crossed over into Marshall territory. Quick snap. Going to hand it off. Uh, nope, going to be a keeper there. Granger, 45-40. Granger crossed the 35, crossed the 30, and finally caught up with and dragged down at the 25-yard line. Big run, first down run. Darren Granger for Georgia State. Great call by Granger. Picks the handoff and keeps it himself. Finally brought down by Josh Moten. Fake the handoff there to Carroll. Said Darren got bigger, got stronger, put on that weight, but didn't lose much, of it, if any, of the speed. Nope, the speed is still there. First down for the Panthers here. At the 25, Granger takes the snap. Movement, I believe. This should be a free play. Going to throw towards the end zone. Intended for Robert Lewis. And flags thrown out in the corner on the far side. Going to be a pass interference call coming up here against the Thundering Herd. So the officials in conversation right there at the 25-yard line. We'll see what the call is going to be here. Should be pass interference against the corner. Offside, defense number five. That penalty is declined. Pass interference, defense number six. 15 yards, previous spot, first down. That's the one I was talking about. Number six, Micah Abraham. And that'll put Georgia State in really good field position. From the 25 where that play started down to the 10 because of the 15-yard penalty, obviously. Now the officials are assembling again. Yep. Okay. We talk about those red zone opportunities. Georgia State, 83% scores, 61% touchdowns. Need six here. Tight end in motion. Snap Granger, going to hand it off Marcus Carroll. Marcus broke a tackle at the five. A big stiff arm inside the five, down to the three. Did you see that stiff arm? Carroll's running hard. I saw the stiff arm on that play, Dave. Just determined running. Marcus looking for that 10th touchdown. He's got to keep up with Rasheen Ali, who has scored twice tonight. Two of the top running backs in the Sun Belt Conference. 
Panthers now knocking on the door, two-yard line. Granger out of the shotgun. Here's the snap. And it's going to be a keeper, Darren Granger. He will walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia State. And the Panthers make it a 33-24 ball game with 11.02 to go. They fake the handoff to Marcus Carroll. And Granger, two yards out into the end zone. Panthers needed that touchdown in the worst way. Absolutely. They needed that drive in the worst way. They needed that drive to sustain something. Got some penalties that helped. But they made some big plays as well. Big runs also from Marcus Carroll with the touchdown there by Granger. Liam Rickman for the PAT. Kick is up, and it is good. Darren Granger, two-yard touchdown run. Panthers put together a long, sustained drive. And they now lead it 34-24. The lead back to 10, again with 11-02 remaining in the football game. Panthers trying to run their record to 5-1 on the season. Red Hat on the field. Media timeout. We'll take it with them. Back to Center Park Stadium after this 60-second timeout here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. <laughs> WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville. W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. Fourth quarter, 34-24. Tonight's game here on the radio network presented by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Also by the Georgia State University Bookstore. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Sam, back to a 10-point lead, 34-24. They, as you said right before the break, they really needed not just the points, but that kind of a sustained drive. Needed to sustain a drive, I think down the field, chew up some clock, but also at the end get six points instead of three or none. And so that was big for them to do that on this last possession, especially uh, after Marshall comes out and scores the only points in the third quarter. And so that's a great way to start the fourth quarter. Got 11.02 to go. Still a lot of football to be played in this game, Dave. But you want the defense to go out now and get stops. They got stops earlier. You want to go out now and get more stops. Put more pressure. Keep the pressure coming on Cam Fancher, who is, is so deceptive. He doesn't, he doesn't look like he's moving fast or quick, but he is so elusive in getting away. They've been able to sack him once or twice, but he has escaped it so many times in this game tonight. School record for Darren Granger. We remember when we saw him that first time come in with the Furman Paladins. Yeah. Almost beat us the week after we beat Tennessee in Knoxville. During the summer, he transfers. Since he has been at Georgia State, again, just got noticed. School record for Darren, 
60 touchdowns responsible for rushing and passing. Wow. What a transfer. What an impact transfer that was after the 2019 season, to say the least. And a transfer that you had just seen on the other side of the ball. Imagine guys who come in from places and you hadn't faced them on the field. But he comes here after Georgia State had faced him here in this stadium and has come in and just continued to grow. And now he's a veteran, one of the veteran players and uh, quarterbacks uh, in this conference. And, and he's showing it right now. So Isaac Kone set to kick it away. And that's going to be a booming kick that will actually bounce at the one or the two and then into the end zone. Over the G. Over the G this time. And it will come out to the 25-yard line. For the thundering herd of Marshall. Watch to see what happens with the Georgia State defensive unit. And you talked about really leaning, leaning on Kevin Swint. We lost Shamar McCollum to a targeting call, ejected from the ball game. So here's Fancher. Marshall left to right here in the fourth quarter. Pressure looked like it was going to come from the edge. Fancher going to step up in the pocket. He's got time. Fakes the pass. Now he's going to tuck it and run to the outside. He ain't going to outrun Jordan Venzial, who just grabs a hold around the waist and drags him into the Marshall end zone. And now Jordan is shaken up a little bit over on the far side. He made that made the stop and got up and, and went right down to his knees here, yep. right in front of the Marshall bench. And, and he's holding his stomach area. I mean, immediately after making the stop, he's, he's trying to get back up to his feet here. Yep. Bob Murphy, sports information, uh, sports, sports medicine staff over to assist Jordan. And he's back up on his feet, gets shaken up a little bit. Let's see if he makes his way back over to the sideline. TV's calling for a national uh, timeout. And we'll take it with him. Local break here on the radio network. 10.51 to go. Here in the fourth quarter, Georgia State 34, Marshall 24. We're back at 60 seconds here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Panther football is on WRIS. Hey, Mom, why is the sky blue? Why don't animals talk? Why do dogs have wet noses? Why is an 11 pronounced 21? Kids ask a lot of questions. Why do I have a belly button? But you don't have to know every answer. Why is the ocean salty? Because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Why are there 50 states? There are thousands of children in foster care who don't need every question answered. Why is pizza round? They just need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. 10.51 to play here in a football game tonight. 34-24, Georgia State trying to run their record to 5-1. and one. Of course, Marshall's trying to bounce back from their loss at NC State last Saturday. They're trying to go to 5-1. and one. And the Panthers holding on to a 10-point lead right now. 
again, 10.51 to go. One of these long national television media timeouts right now in the midst. Rangers so far tonight. Again, it's been, a, in some instance, a record-setting night for him with regards, again, to the touchdowns that he's been a part of right at 60. He's had a good night tonight, Sam. 20 of 28 for 225 yards. One uh, touchdown passing. And then when it comes to rushing the football, He's carried it 11 times for 60 yards and two touchdowns. Georgia State rushing total is up to 179 yards as Marcus Carroll is at the century mark. Once again, 19 carries, 100 yards for him so far in the game. Again, Georgia State will try to take, knock on wood, 5-1 record in the Lafayette, Louisiana coming up Saturday night next week. Late start, late kick East Coast time, 8 p.m. against those raging Cajuns. We'll have it for you here in the radio network. 7.30 airtime with our Panther pregame show, Countdown to Kickoff. But it'll be great to head out to Lafayette at 5-1, and one, won't it? It'll be great to go there 5-1. And one. hold on here in the fourth. So second down and five coming out of that timeout. Ball right at the 30 for Fancher and the Thundering Herd. Ali and a pistol lines up right behind him. Here's the snap to Fancher. They're going to hand it off Ali. Ali's got room, 35 up to the 40. And thankfully got tripped up by Jeremiah Johnson. Otherwise, he may have added more yards to that uh, run play. And Johnson comes out and makes an open field stop that the Panthers had to have. First down for the Thundering Herd. They go right at 10 yards from the 30 to the 40-yard line. Right hash now, near side. Here's the snap, Fancher. Handed off Rasheen Ali. Get him running over to the sideline. As long as he's not running north-south, you're fine. Or north in this case. That time, dragged down there in front of the Georgia State sideline. Yeah, he was going to the right and hoping that something would develop. He would get an opening there, but it never happened. Georgia State defense come over and shut that down. Just yep. inside of 10 minutes remaining. Trent Holler, East Carolina transfer, the center, the snap on the way here to Fancher. And Fancher gonna play action it here, fake the handoff. He steps up in the pocket. He's looking for somewhere to go. He's gonna get dragged down from behind. How about Clemson transfer Kevin Swint? Dave, you talked about what he was going to have to do with McCollum out of the game. He would have to dial it up a little bit more. They used to share the time, and he comes through in a big way right now. They've had a diff difficult time getting Fancher on the ground. And now it's third and long. Third down at 15 from their own 35-yard line. So Fancher out of the shotgun. Near hash. He's got two wide over here to the near side. He'll put a man in motion. Here's the pressure coming up the middle. Fancher lost the football. And it was recovered by Marshall. We got a thundering herd player down on the field. And the Panthers. It's going to be fourth down and 23. Did he lose the football? Did it pop out? It looked like it popped out. Marshall, Marshall recovered it, and they're now facing 
Well, fourth down. Look at them. They've got to punt the football, obviously. John McConnell is on to punt the football. Jakari Carter back at the 30. High snap over McConnell's head. He's running, trying to kick the football. Finally gets a kick off. Boy, what a play by McConnell. And the bounce. Yeah, and Jakari Carter gets out of the way, and that ball rolls all the way inside the 20 to the 17. Can you believe that? Wow. We talked from the outset about how this Marshall team rarely leaves the door open and gives you the opportunities. That was one that kind of got by the board. When they make a miscue like that, you have to find a way to make them pay. Give the, give the punter credit. He got it out of there. Boy, McConnell made a great play for Marshall. That's probably their best play of the night behind the Rasheen Ali, well, 53-yard run, but his touchdown here when he broke out of a pack when we thought he was going to get tackled. Yep, yep. All right, media timeout. We'll take it again just inside of eight minutes to go. 34-24. Georgia State will have the ball first and 10 from their own 17-yard line. We're back at 60 seconds. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium, 7.59 to, roll, uh, to go here. 34-24. Georgia State leading the thundering herd of Marshall. Tonight's game presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Also the folks at Ticket Smarter. We haven't selected our Ticket Smarter smart play of the game as of yet. Still a lot of football to be played here. Basically eight minutes. Georgia State will have the ball coming out of this long media timeout at their own 17-yard line. Their own 17, but you think about what could have been, what could have been uh, with a bad snap that created an opportunity, just weren't able to capitalize on it that time. Still, you got the ball. This is true. All right, so here comes Granger and Carroll and the offensive unit. Across that offensive line for Georgia State. Glover and Brown and Reese and Ferris and Cunningham. Play clock now starts with the whistle. Here we go. Ranger sticks three wide over here to the near side. Nobody to the far side. Here's the snap. And they're going to go ahead and hand it off. And Marcus Carroll's not going to get a whole lot, maybe a yard. It's awfully hard to run up the middle against them. 
and tough. Well, they got big bodies. You talked about the big bodies that they have on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, they got some guys in the middle that can, that can really plug things up on the defensive side as well. Talk about Isaiah Gibson. We talked about him, the transfer for Kentucky. He along with Taquaya's legs. Granger empty backfield. Five wide, two here to the near side. Snap coming up on second down and 10. So there was no gain on that first play on the run by Marcus. Snap to Darren. No steps back. Quick pass out into the flat. Caught. That's Talik Williams. I love how he's able to catch, make the spin move like a half circle and head upfield. Usually able to pick on, pick up more yards that time, but still it comes up short of the first down. It's third down here. Yep, third down and two after the gain of eight. Ranger again going to go with the empty backfield. Puts his tight end in motion. Amon Green. Ranger now looks to tuck it and run. And did he get enough to get the first down? He ran to the far side of the field from our vantage point. It's tough to confirm. He may have the mark. I think he looks like he did get it. Can we get it? Yep. Yep. So Darren will move the sticks. Just barely got dragged down from behind by Elijah Alston. And it's first down from the 27. Ranger looks over to the Georgia State sideline. Just let that clock run. We're down to six minutes. Here's the snap. And they'll hand it off Marcus Carroll. Trying to slice into the middle and run it in between the tackles. Can't get anything going. You know the kind of drive I'm thinking of. Go back to the Troy game. That eight-minute plus drive they put together in the fourth quarter of that game to solidify that, hey, that timeout. we're winning this thing. Marshall. Here's Marshall. First charge timeout. Here's 30 Marshall. seconds in lead. He's using the timeout here. So Charles Huff, head football coach, thundering herd of Marshall. Going to use a timeout here. It'll stop the clock at 5.51. And the Panthers facing second down and nine with the ball placed at the 28-yard line. Granger tonight, 21 of 29, 232 in the air now with one touchdown. Marcus Carroll on that last run now. 102 yards on 21 carries. We talked Just, about the running backs to start this show. Carroll, 21 carries, 102 yards. Ali, 19 carries, 103. He was had a good night tonight, too, as Talik Williams. Six catches, 129 yards, a touchdown. Here's Granger. Snap coming up on second down and nine from the 28. And now the official steps out of the backfield there. They're going to put Talik Williams in motion. Here's the snap. Quick toss. Talik fumbled the football. And I believe Talik was able to dive back on top of it only because the Marshall player didn't know the ball came loose and was right around his feet. Wow. He timed it right. He saw that play coming. Ruling on the field. It's incomplete pass. That's what they will call that. Boy, what a break. You do, you're running that sweep. And that is that does count as a pass. Boy, the defender got in there and stuck that paw in there just in time to knock it out. 
Third down and nine from the 28 now for the Panthers. Taking another look on the monitor. It was knocked out of his hands by Alston and Talik. Alston Please set the game clock to 543, 543, please. Yeah, it's an incomplete pass, but if it was a fumble, Alston didn't know the ball was loose. Snap to Darren coming up on third down and nine. Panthers are six of 13 on third down opportunities so far tonight. Ranger going to run it with Marcus Carroll. He's got room, stays on his feet. Going to pick up the first down and more. Cross the 35, cross the 40 for the first down. What a big run by Marcus Carroll. Big run by that young man who prepared himself so well before the season began, Dave. Knew he was going to be called on to carry the ball a lot. Breaking tackles here. Big first down pickup for Georgia State. And the clock continues to roll. A lot of time on the play clock. We're just over five minutes remaining. 34-24, Georgia State leading Marshall. Second meeting all time between the Panthers and the Thundering Herd. First one here in Atlanta. Tight end in motion, handed off Carroll again.